Now premiering on the Studio DNA Network, Sif Pop Writers Room, a new show consisting of the writers of SifPop.com. On a rotating basis, we'll be discussing some classic movies we're watching for the first time, some comic book movies, some nostalgic movies, and what TV shows we're currently watching. But each week, we'll also be taking a look at the movies that are coming out soon and give our thoughts on how we think they will turn out. If you love movies, Sif Pop Writers Room is the place to be. So come on in and we will pull up a chair for you. Welcome everybody to episode 45 of Disney Plus Reviews. I'm Phil Souza and I'm here with my good friends Grant and Caitlin, Top 10 Youngsma. How are you guys? Excited for this episode. Yeah. I've been waiting for a while and it's finally here. It's finally here. You you came up with your list quite a bit yes, longer I, ago than I did. I came up with my list about two weeks ago and my logic to that was I wanted to set it in stone and just leave it at that. Because if I would have gone back, there would have been some flipping, some flopping, and some throwing out of movies and adding some new ones. But I picked my top 10 right on the spot and stuck with it. Yeah. So I guess if if, if the, a movie did come out for the first time on Disney Plus in the last couple of weeks, you could have inserted that. But Yes. There, um, there was one. And I waited until <laughs> that that day, yeah, till that movie was for sure on there. You're like Phil. Can we do the top ten list at the end of September, please? I, I would really like to include uh, one of the movies. So yes. Um. And uh, Caitlin, when did you come up with your list? Probably just this it week. It was like the same time as him, I think. Okay. But I there was like I had a pretty set nine, and I was debating on my number 10 for a little while i had like three movies that i was like debating on which one to put so like yeah but it was pretty much pretty much set like two weeks ago yeah sweet um yeah if you're just joining us for this podcast we are an unofficial disney plus podcast reviewing the most popular stuff on disney plus uh caitlin doesn't always get to join us but we love it when she does uh grant and i uh for the most part uh run this ship um and uh, today's a very special episode. We've not done this before on the show. We started this show back when Disney Plus launched, back in November of last year. And we've not done like a just top 10, like what are your favorite movies on Disney Plus? I think this will be uh, maybe a, a pretty popular downloaded episode just because I think people want to know, hey, I just got Disney Plus. What's out there that I, maybe I haven't checked out? I have this library of movies that's never been available to me before and now i have it so what should i check yeah. out so um hopefully we'll, we'll give you some good recommendations pirates five no definitely that, i don't think that's gonna be on anyone's <laughs> list is my no. guess um we did get a few uh fans of the show um friends of the show to uh write in and, and kind of give us um their top 10 list including jack uh also matt um uh, previous co-host of the show so uh, we'll get to hear from them. We're going to have those at the end of the episode. We'll go kind of go through our, our own top 10 lists first. Uh, and then we'll we'll uh, read some of the, the guest ones. And I think some of the, the guest ones will be some of the same picks as what you'll hear during the show. And mm-hmm. I honestly, I think there will be some from the, our guest list that won't we won't have talked about at all. So yeah. um, that'll, that'll be kind of fun to do. 
Speaking of which, and we talk, kind of talked about this, Grant and I, the last couple of weeks, but I, I legit know there are some movies that are going to be on my list that are not on either of your guys' lists. And I, I think the vice versa is true, too. Like, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I know you guys well enough. I've, we've been friends long enough to know that um, I know, like, the movies that Caitlin is bringing to the table are probably not ones that that I love and maybe not even like very much. <laughs> um, which Yeah, it, that, that was incredibly rude. Um but uh, it's it's. I mean, that's what's cool about a top ten list. Like it's everyone's yeah. t- taste, personal taste. And uh, what I bring to the table is not necessarily what you guys would. Um, we were born in different decades. The movies that you guys grew up on are, are different ones than what I grew up on. So I think I think our list will be pretty different. Yeah. Um, we uh, a couple rules just to kind of lay out that kind of how we're going to do this. Uh, one is we are including straight to video or straight to Disney Channel movies. So um, we kind of talked about that, and um, I had the feeling Grant maybe has one or two on his list. So um, if it, if if it, even if it never released in theaters, we're still including it. Yep. Um, this is a movie list, um, and I'll put that in the title of the episode. But top ten movies is what we're focusing on, but they don't have to be theater release movies. Um, to be on this list. Um, maybe some other time we'll do theater release or something, but that's not for today. And um, we're going to do uh, what um, I've heard called Trump rules. So uh, if I have something at like, say number nine and we haven't gotten to grants number seven yet, cause I want to go around. I want to do like 10, yep. 10, 10, nine, nine, nine. So if I, if we, I do my number nine and Caitlin has that number at that same movie at number six or something like that, she can shout out Trump, and we'll just halt right there and then just deal with it when she actually gets to it. So that way it encourages the person that has it the highest to be the one that talks about it the most. So um, that is kind of how we're going to do this. So um, this will be fun. I think we're going to talk about each movie for like maybe one to two minutes. We'll try to keep it rolling because I think out of 30 picks, we'll probably have at least 25 unique movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be keeping kind of a, a running tally on my computer as we as we go through it. But um uh, anything you guys want to add or questions, whatever, before we jump in? No, I think I'm good. I'm excited to see what everybody put. Yeah, I, I legit don't even know what you guys picked. So uh, this is we didn't share each other's uh, full list. I, I have a couple that, that, I mean, I know well enough that you guys yeah. have picked somewhere, but I don't know where it is in your list. So, um, yeah, we're going to be kind of surprising each other as we go along, which is part of the fun. So And um, like for Caitlin and I, we live in the same house, but... We know what movies are on the list, but we don't know what order we put them in the list. Oh, so cool! That should be exciting too. So even a married couple, and, and you don't you don't know exactly how it all lined out. So yeah, um, actually, one more rule that I I wrote down. I I looked past a second ago. Uh, we're going to try not to spoil. Let's let's do this, guys. Let's not spoil movies too terribly bad for movies that have been released in the last five years. So okay. if, if it's twenty sixteen. I mean, let's count 2020 is almost over. So 2016 to 2020, those okay. that five years of movies. Um, let's not get real spoilery. Um, if we think it's we, you know, we can't really discuss the movie without spoilers. Maybe we just do like a quick hey, spoiler alert, fast forward 30 seconds or something yeah. like that. But let's um, anything that's if you're listening to this and you ha- and it's a movie that came out in 2015 or further back um just know we're gonna spoil it like uh, if you if you've had five years to watch it and you haven't watched it by now you're probably not not going yeah. to sucks or, for you yeah it does it's not of interest to you for whatever reason so um but if it has been released in the last five years i want to be sensitive and, and say okay we're not going to spoil a movie that you haven't yet watched we're so. not gonna spoil endgame no <laughs> definitely not because that movie came out last year like that's i mean some people legit haven't had a chance to watch it so yeah 
Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. So uh, let's see. Yeah. And so one thing about my list, and I don't know how you guys did yours, but I tried to keep it to like pretty wide and broad. Like there are lots of different kinds of movies I like on on Disney Plus, but for the most part, I really like Star Wars and and MCU a lot. Like a lot, a lot. Like those are my favorite franchises of all time. They just happen to be Disney franchises, both yeah. of them. Now, um, and I so I was like, I don't want to just fill up my list with like it'd be super boring if it was just nothing but MCU and Star Wars. So I did try to just keep it to like one or two of my favorite franchises. So even though I could easily put like all six of like the, like the uh, original trilogy and the most recent trilogy, um, Mm -hmm. like Daisy Ridley trilogy on my list, I I only chose one Star Wars movie for my whole list. So I tried to be a little bit more versatile. So, all right, let's get started. Uh, We'll start with uh, Caitlin. She's our our guest. Sounds good. This week. So uh, Caitlin, what is your number 10? We'll go up from the bottom to the top. Drum roll, please. All right. um, My number 10 is Finding Nemo. Nice. You don't yeah. have it on your list? No. Yeah, it's not on my list either. So, um, the reason why I chose this movie is because um, when my my brother, um, when he was little, he loved this movie, and it's like the first movie that I remember watching with him, like when he first uh, came to live with us, and so he would literally watch it in the car, like over and over and over and over again. And so I like pretty much had that movie memorized. So it was kind of a, I do like that movie, but also it was like a good, like it's a good movie that I have a a good connection with a memory that kind of associates with it. So, yeah, I think that's going to be several of my movies too, is like, it's, it's bigger than just the actual plot of the movie or the the acting and the writing. It's like, no, that's special to me and my brother or like me and my dad or, you know, like it's that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that speaks a lot to like how movies can affect us in our real life, not just yeah. the actual watching of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I also really liked that movie. It didn't make my top ten, but my sisters also really liked that movie um, and have some great memories from that. But honestly, um, I kind of liked the second one better than the first one. I'm I'm with you too, and I I will say this: you are not you and I are not in the majority on that as far yeah. as what I've read. Like I I think for the most part people do prefer the first one, um, mm-hmm. but I I actually do like the second one better. Yeah, I, I think it's funnier, and I I don't know that the first one's even trying to be funny. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's more serious. The first one is like. pretty serious. Yeah, <clears throat> but I mean Dory takes the cake. Oh, and and all the characters. I mean, there's several characters from like. Um, Modern Family that are in the second one. Yeah, I, I think I just think that movie's really hilarious um, to watch, and that whole like final scene at the end. Um, but um, but we're not talking about Finding Dory. Yeah, but Finding Nemo is a great choice, though. Yes, I think it would be on a lot of people's lists. I'm impressed with that. Grant, what's your number ten? Number ten, we've covered it on this show. Number ten for me is the Even Stevens movie. That's not the one I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> we no. covered it on this show. Uh, yeah, I don't have it. Yeah. So um, the Even Stevens movie, for those of you that don't know, it was a straight-to-Disney, Disney Channel original movie um, based off of the show Even Stevens. And um, if you haven't listened to our episode on that, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. But um, I'll just make a quick uh, talk about it. Uh, basically, the Stevens family go on this vacation quote unquote, 
but they're really on this reality TV show and <laughs> just all the comedy that goes along with the show is in it. Um, just gotta love it. Um, yeah. And the even Stevens is also a Disney channel show. Yeah. But this was the movie that was the was same like characters. From three the season. Show. I think it was like a three season yep. show and then they ended with a movie. Yeah. I thought you said spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> My only association with this movie is I've watched it with Grant, but whenever I was uh, growing up, I went to see Beauty and the Beast on Broadway and Christy Carlson Romano played Belle. So that's, I yeah. associate like that with that movie because she's in that movie, but. I thought she was really good. Um, go back and listen to our episode. I watched it for the first time, like, what was it, like a month ago when we did that? Yeah. A month and a half. Um, and it was way better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go that far. It wasn't like, I didn't make my top 10 list, but, um, it was actually funnier than I thought. And I, I think it's worth watching just to see a, a young Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Honestly. So, um, yeah, definitely deserves a, a place. I think. Okay. Uh, my number 10 is tangled. I'm looking at you, Caitlin. Uh, Trump. Okay. I figured, um, <laughs> All right, I'll talk about it when, when you get when it gets to your list. Why don't you start are number we on, nine? Are we on Phil? number nine? Since oh no, you, no, I'll I'll come around. Okay. Yeah, it's, all right. Well, well I was it, gonna say Tangled is my number nine, so we can go and. Oh, talk about gotcha. It. Okay, well that worked out perfectly. Okay, yeah. um, so we're pretty close to each other then. Yeah. Um, I, uh, you go first. You had it higher. Okay, so, um, I love the music in this movie, but I also um a big association with it is. When I was in high school, I played Rapunzel in the musical Into the Woods. And so, like, oh, I was drawn to it when it came out just because I was like, oh, I've been Rapunzel before. And it's a movie about Rapunzel. And um, I'm also a big fan of Mandy Moore. I've always really enjoyed her and the movies and things that she's been in. So, yeah, um, yeah I just I love the story and the music. And the um, I just a, a teaser for the rest of my list. This is the yeah. only Disney musical, like a traditional, like animated musical okay. that I have on my entire list. Um, I, I think it is the best one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, and, I, and I think some people agree with that. Some people were like, no, no way. Like, you know, frozen or what? Yeah. I think Tang I would agree with it. I, I think tangled has all the best songs in it. Uh, oh, yeah. And there's some great songs in the frozen movies. I'm just saying like, yeah. Um, when, when will my life begin? Mother knows best. I've got a dream. I see the light. I see the oh, light. Yeah. I'm telling you, and I'm not, I'm not much of an emotional uh, person. I, I, maybe that's, you know, the masculine side of me or whatever, but um, this is the only Disney animated movie that I cried um, at the end. Like I, I legitimately, legitimately teared up and was like trying to wipe up, wipe tears in the theater, like, and well, make sure no one could see emotional, me. you know, with the whole, like, Her reconnecting. I, won't, I won't ruin it, I guess, but. Or can I spoil? Oh yeah, yeah. That, that movie's been out okay. for a long time. Like her reconnecting with her family and stuff after yeah. all that time. I mean, it would have. Well, she spent. She's time. waiting her whole like literally spent her whole life in a tower, and yeah, she she finally breaks out at the age of eighteen. It's a literal coming of age story because she's like out on her own as an eighteen year old, and and is trying to find her way into this world that's very like antagonistic and vicious. Yeah. She finally gets to see the the floating lights, which has been her only dream for her mm -hmm. entire life. Is I want to see the lights. She finally gets there, and she and it comes just pouring over her, where she realizes I'm the lost princess. 
Um, the, you know, they're doing this as a, like a memorial for my, for my death, like my apparent death. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, my parents have been mourning my, the loss of me, like for their entire lives and they, it's affected the entire kingdom. Like yeah. it's, it's a very emotional scene. And, yeah. and there's yeah. also, there's also some romance going on in this, in the scene too. And that music, uh, and at last I see the light yeah. is so beautiful. Song. Like I, I, it just hit me hard. Um, yeah. I, I ended up crying at the end of it. And so. I, when I saw that movie, I didn't associate it with this because I hadn't seen the show yet, but Flynn Rider is played by Zach, Zachary, Zachary Levi, Levi, right? Yeah. Who also plays Chuck, which we were big yeah. fans of that show. So, like, it's kind of funny that he was also in that movie, too. So Yeah, I was going to say... Didn't realize he could sing. I was going to say that was one of the reasons why I enjoy this movie is because Zachary Levi's in it. Um, absolutely love him and Chuck. And then the only other reason why I enjoy this movie is I love the song. I have a dream. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I I've seen that movie eight or nine times. I still laugh every time. Oh yeah. When it gets and then that. the frying pan's hilarious. Yeah. Too. And th- there's legit action scenes in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. um, not just with her hair, like where she's like flinging it over like tree branches or whatever to like, to, you know, to fly over across a, a gorge or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But also like just the, the 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 legit fight scenes there's a scene where like at one point Flynn fights a horse like and he's like this is the craziest thing I've ever done in yeah. my life yeah um so yeah that that's that movie's really great from beginning to end so it's it's a uh, eternally re- rewatchable mm-hmm. I, I could watch it every year for the rest of my life so yeah cool all right well that that was both of our picks there so yeah uh, Grant what's your number nine well I know this is gonna be trumped but um. I'm going with number nine as the Lizzie McGuire movie. Yeah, I have to trump that one. Sorry. <laughs> you guys are you guys are a match made in heaven. I love it. <laughs> so we'll talk about that one later. Okay. All right. Um my number nine. Uh this might be Trump's, I'm not sure. Uh The Princess Bride. Is that on your top ten list, Grant? Mm-mm. I love The Princess Bride. Um, this is yet another uh, movie. There will be several movies I think that we've done on the show, and there's a reason for that. We we yeah. like talking about the stuff that we love um, on the show. So, uh, The Princess Bride has been a full episode, so I, I won't. I'll keep it pretty short. But um, I there are very few movies. There's another movie on my list that's actually really quotable, but very few movies on on Disney Plus that are this quotable. Um, uh, it turns out your friend is only mostly dead. Inconceivable, as you wish. My name is Inigo Montoya. You kill my father, prepare to die. I'm a Sicilian. <laughs> uh, have fun storming the castle. Marriage is what brings us together. The, the movie is so eternally quotable. Yeah. And um, it's super funny. Um, great fight scenes, like the, the classic uh, sword fight that is a three-minute long fight scene in the middle of the movie. Um, incredible story. Writing style is out of this world. The characters are super iconic. Um, it, if you haven't watched this movie, watch it. Like it's, it's, it's super old. <laughs> yeah. came out in the eighties, but, um, man, the, the movie holds up now and it's, it's not trying to be like this epic fairy tale. It's just mm-hmm. trying to be a really simple, funny and action packed story. And it yeah. totally nails it. So, um, um yeah, I, I grew up on this movie. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I also really love this movie. Um, it did not make my list. Funny, um, before the one that I'm going to talk about a lot later in the show, um, this one was dueling it out with another movie. and Princess it, Bride? Pr- Princess Bride 
came out on the short end. But if this other movie wouldn't have been on there, it probably would have been close to like number ten for so me. So it's your on- yeah. it's an honorable honorable mention, mention for, for me oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, definitely. It's it's well worth a, a place on my list. So, uh, Caitlin, number eight. Um, you've probably never heard of this movie, Phil, but my number eight is Freaky Friday. I have heard of it. I, I'm aware of the premise. So even, but I think there might be like a older version. Is yes. there an older version? So this okay. is so I'm talking many more, right? I'm talking. It's Lindsay Lohan. L- okay, I, I get the two of them mixed up. So I'm talking the Lindsay Lohan version, okay. and it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Is yep. that her name? Yeah. Okay. So it's a mother and daughter, and they um, don't really understand each other, don't really get along, and they go to this Chinese restaurant and. Um, basically they end up getting some kind of like curse on them and they end up switching bodies. And so they're living in each other's bodies and basically like learning about, you know, how to understand each other and each other's lives and what they're really going through and, you know, walking a mile in someone else's shoes, seeing like what their life's really like. So I owned this movie, um, growing up and it's always just been one of my favorites and I've always enjoyed watching it. So. It's uh, it's you mentioned an earlier one is based on an earlier. It's like a remake of an earlier movie. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I think Disney Channel actually came out with another Disney Channel original movie called Freaky Friday, and I think it was like a year or two ago. So it's been remade like three times, yeah. I guess. So, but I've always enjoyed it. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've um, I've seen the movie once or twice, but it has some good comedy in it and it's pretty funny yeah Yeah. and it's a good like you know a good storyline and they you know they end up lesson learned yeah like how to you know see it from other people's perspectives and so yeah i I, i'm aware of it i've not seen it um but yeah so yeah it's a pretty good one cool grant my number eight and it's also we've covered this movie again my number eight the musical, The Newsies. Not on my list. So, um, I although lo- I did see it at the top of some other lists out there on the internet, and I was yeah. like, oh, that, that one is really good. Um, I love this movie. It gets us a young Christian Bale, and whenever my history teacher showed this movie when I was like a junior or something, this movie just clicked for me, and I know it came out way before then but i mean still i've always enjoyed this movie i love the music i love the comedy and i love the storyline i I was gonna say i i think what hit me the hardest was the history of it yeah like i I legit learned about history american history in Mm -hmm. a way that i wasn't expecting to by watching that yeah so so i mean of course go back and listen and if um you don't know what's going on basically they're, it's all about the newspapers back then, and they used the newsies, which are orphan kids, basically, and they would pass out the papers. They got horrible wages, and they band together to fight the newspapers, and it's a great movie. Uh, Grant, you said papers, and but I think you, what you mean is papes. Papes. Okay, that's when, you threw me off there. I, I I thought you were going papes and you went papers. Sell my last pape <laughs> or buy my and last pape. And it's literally pape. mostly a male cast. Like there's yeah. only like one or two females. Yeah, yeah that's there's a good only point. two 
I believe there's only two females that actually have names in the yeah. movie. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is about that time period where it it was a male driven yeah. industry. And like, but, yeah, there's lots of great dancing in it too. I've always enjoyed that. Like the choreography and stuff is really Kenny good. Ortega. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's funny. The music's really good. It's a great story. Yeah, it's it's good. Based on the actual real-life events of like the newspaper yeah. um, strikes or whatever of the late 19th century, I think it was, mm-hmm. or early, early, early 20th. Because it was when Teddy Roosevelt yeah, that's was right. governor. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't even president. Santa Fe. <laughs> yeah, good choice. Um, all right, my number eight is Zootopia. Zootopia is one of the greatest Disney movies, period. I and did not see that coming, Phil. I, no. I, I love, love, love this movie. And okay. Let me, let me tell you why. Um, the analog of this movie is not just poignant like when it first came out, but it's um, it's poignant even more so in 2020, I think. like the, If the movie had been released this year, I think it would have had just the same effect. Yeah. So um, I'm looking up the year it came out because I don't want to say too much if it's if, it, if it's that recent. It did come out in 2016. Um, I, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say that it d- deals with race relations. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the entire movie is basically based on um, like inherent bias, racial pre- prejudice, the stuff that you and I don't even know, like that doesn't bubble up to the, I'm not racist. And then you think about like some of the things that you've said or thought and you're like, wow, maybe I do have a little bit of bias in me. Yeah. And the movie, it's a kid's movie. Like that's what's so crazy about this thing is, is like, it's not even like a live action for adults movie. It's for kids. And honestly, my four-year-old loves it because she loves the animals mm-hmm. in it and the silly hijinks that they get into <laughs> and just the, the, the kidnapping mystery of, of the main plot. But this, the, in the same way that I think racial bias can be under the surface and not even like something that we're noticing we're doing or saying, I think the, the, the lessons that she's learning in this movie that are not on the surface are just as powerful to combat some of that. And like, I cannot get her to watch this movie enough just cause I want her to grow up thinking like, like, you know, who cares like how you were born? Like, and it's not like black and white in this movie. It's mm-hmm. carnivore versus herbivore, yeah. <laughs> but like it is, it is basically the exact same thing. Um, the, like the, the buddy cop, bunny cop, I guess, um, you could say of this movie is really fun. Um, this wannabe cop, she's a bunny who, who, who would ever pick a bunny to be a, a police officer. Uh, but also like she's teaming up with this like ne'er do well, like, you know, villain, like, uh, wolf or coyote, Fox, Fox. Thank you. Um, that like stereotypically again is always the, the, the rule breaker and the, yeah. you know, break, you know, uh, breaks the the law all the time and they have to work together to solve this mystery. And I, I think their chemistry is just like nearly perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's gorgeous to look at like the, the art in this movie is like absolutely some of the most beautiful things I've ever seen Disney do. So um, highly, highly recommend Zootopia. Um, if you do not have kids, watch it, still watch it. It is yeah. not, it is not necessarily only for kids. It's a really good story, but I think the messages I think are just as powerful for adults. So is that the movie that has the try everything song by Shakira? Yes. I love that song. Yeah. It's, it's not a musical, but it has a very prominent song. Yes. Yeah. Um, I like that song a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. A couple of things I like about that movie is the stereotypes are pretty funny. I love the sloth, which I'm not giving anything (laughs) away, but, um, just the sloth at the DMV. It literally oh, makes yeah, you so feel good. like you are at the DMV <laughs> in real life. And um, honestly, 
for a lot of Disney animated movies, I can see the plot twist from a mile away. Yeah. And like literally within, like in Frozen, I knew within like the first five, ten minutes who the bad guy was going to be. Yeah. In this movie, it took me a lot longer to figure out who oh, the bad person I was, was going to I be. I was totally surprised at the end. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't see it coming. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's expertly written. This, yes. This movie. So yeah. Good choice, Phil. All right. Caitlin, number seven. Uh, my number seven is The Greatest Showman. I've not seen this movie. I know that that bothers you to know. And I ends. probably can't. It came out recently, right? Yeah. Very, I mean, very recent. Like 2018 so or so. But, um, I love Zac Efron, so that's like a given that I'm going to pick this movie because so, he's one of my favorites. But not only that, like I, the music is amazing. The soundtrack is just so good. There's so many good songs, and the cast is just uber talented. Like They picked like the perfect people for every part. and like So, yeah, yeah it's a definite, definite. Do, do you want to know the reason I slept on this movie, and it's not a good reason at all, is um, because it's based on like one of the most – despicable human beings of all time yeah like, and i've heard it's not super like accurate for the real story and stuff but yeah. i still think it's a great movie I, I need to get past just my like just enjoy just watch the movie and enjoy it pretend yeah. like it's not based on a real person yeah i don't i mean i didn't really know much about the real person going into the movie so it didn't really i didn't really think about that as i was watching it like i'm just yeah. like oh it's a musical and you know the music's phenomenal. The, oh, it's yeah. I totally agree. I have I have listened to the songs and the the, yeah. the music is so inspiring. Yeah. So, yeah, I need to watch it. But there's some good like videos out there of the cast, like just when they were doing like read throughs, just like singing the music. And I mind it like literally makes you feel like you're like going to church. Like it's powerful. <laughs> That's like, cool. And Hugh like, Jackman is just super talented. Talk, yeah. Talking about a triple threat of this guy, like yeah. you oh, know, yeah. d- doing action movies, but also like stage plays and musicals. It's like the guy can do anything. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. Highly recommend it. Cool. That that movie might have made my top 10 had I actually And you watched need it. to f- watch it, Phil. Yeah. I It'll probably be pretty high up there for me once I do. Yeah. So. My number seven is my my only animated movie on my list. And it is... The animated movie Hercules. Oh wow! Okay. And um, growing up, because this movie came out probably when I was like seven or eight, and I instantly loved it. And if you asked to watch Hercules now, I would watch it in a heartbeat. I love the music, and I love the action. I love the comedy. There's a lot of quotable lines in it, and it's just one of my it's definitely my favorite animated movie that Disney has done. And it's timeless for me. Um, like I said, I could watch it right now and enjoy it as much as I did as a kid. Uh, movie came out in 1987. Um, did you see it later th- than that? or did you? S- uh, so I was actually six. So, yeah. yeah, I saw it when it came out. Okay. So, like, that one for me is maybe just, like, a time and place thing. I was um, probably either going into college or already in college when yeah. that movie came out. And I remember watching it but not being like, oh, it's, like, the greatest movie ever. But I think it would have had a different reaction if I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, having watched it. And I, I, I know this sounds crazy. <laughs> Grant, I don't mean to offend. I think I've only seen that movie once. Mm-hmm. I, I believe I saw it 
23 years ago and I've not seen it since. So I actually don't remember it very well. And yeah. that's, that's one I need to go back and remedy. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, it's about, it's kind of based off the Greek mythology. Um, Hercules is the son of Zeus and Hades, Zeus's brother, um, is very jealous because Hercules is gaining all this attention. So they basically devise or put together a plot to get, make sure and kill him before he becomes a god. Mm. And so they attempt to, and they kind of take away his potential to be a god. But there's a little problem in that. But um, so basically, it just talks about him growing up and really um, taking that trip to being a god. And there's great music in this one as well. I do well. remember a couple of the songs, yeah. And Go the Distance is probably my favorite Disney song, uh, period. Hmm. And Won't Say I'm in Love. That one's good, too. Oh, and there's a little romance in it as well. And there's a lot of action for um, a Disney animated movie. Um, there might be some scarier scenes because there's like kind of tight ends slash evil looking people. So it might be a little, yeah, we have not shown this to our four year old daughter, yeah. daughter yet. It might yeah. be a little soon, but I'm, yeah, I'm saying like eight or nine, you should be good. Yeah. Cause I mean, they go Were the under scared at six years old. No. And <laughs> I was just wondering, uh, I mean, a funny kind of funny, but uh memory I have of this movie is one of the lines is when Hades comes to the, um, Mount Olympus, he says, we dance, we kiss, we smooch, we uh, go home happy, what you say? And I actually, after I had seen this movie, I was at the babysitter, and I literally said it to her granddaughter, <laughs> and I ended up in the corner. <laughs> and so that was kind of my also experience with this movie. And apparently my babysitter didn't find the same humor that, that I did. That's a great story. I so love that. number seven, Hercules. <laughs> cool. I that that inspires me to, to go back and watch it. I um because mainly because of Jordan's age, we've not shown it to her yet. Mm -hmm. But I know like as soon as she has interest and we feel like she's old enough to watch it, uh, I will absolutely just be locked in for that to watch that movie. Most of the time when it's family movie night, I'm kinda of like in and out, <laughs> kind of halfway paying attention. Um, you know, we're watching Lilo and Stitch for the fifth time. Um, but uh, Hercules, like I, I want to know what that movie is because I, yeah. I just don't remember very much from it. Cool. Uh, my number seven is The Incredibles 2. Now, this is also maybe not a, a popular pick. Um, it's uh, I do have one other um, Pixar movie on my list, but um, I think probably a lot of people would say the first one, the first yeah. Incredibles. Um, for, to me, the, the Incredibles 2 was funnier than the first one. I, it's, to me, it's a Finding Nemo, Finding Dory situation all mm -hmm. over again. I think it's funny, funnier. Um, just the Jack-Jack scenes oh, alone is some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen Pixar do in any of their movies. Um, Jack-Jack's many powers, Finding the Raccoon, um, Edna's you know, hilarious in this movie. Oh yeah, too. he's uh, she's so good. She is voiced by the male director of the movie, which I don't <laughs> think a lot of people know. What? Yes, That's interesting. I did not know yeah, that. yeah. He, she she is voiced by a male uh, actor, and it's it's the director of the movie. I'm blanking on his name. 
Um, there's an incredible, one of the most fantastic chase scenes I've ever seen in yeah. any action movie, any superhero movie. I, I would, I would include MCU in that, uh, top 10 chase scene, um, with her, like chasing after this train, um, is really incredible. It is, it did come out fairly recently. I'm trying to dance around some spoilers, but, um, I left the theater that day. I went to go see it with my wife, Jessica. I walked out and I looked at her. We were walking out to the car and I, to this day, I still remember, I looked at her and I said, that's one of the, one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen. And I was including MCU in that, yeah. um, in that statement. So, um, it's just make, the making superheroes legal again. And like all the, how it felt like a, the, the movie itself feels like a, a, um, commentary on, superhero films like mm-hmm. all superhero hero films especially in the 2010s yeah. um I, I was just amazed by what they were able to pull off so um i know then, i say this about every movie but i love the music in that one like the yeah. jazz like oh it's so good music it's so good and another great plot twist in this one too yeah and it's and man the the people they have to fight are varied like um there's one one of the people they have to fight can create portals out of nowhere yeah. and like and like zip through and like and pull like good guys through portals and out s- somewhere else yeah. like it's just amazing some of the action scenes they were able to pull off um watching the whole family fight together all five of them is pretty cool and um I, I don't know just from beginning to end. I just really enjoyed yeah. the movie a lot. So that's why I could watch it again and again. A lot of people didn't know what to expect because it took so long yeah. for them to get the second one. But I yeah. think they did a really good job on this one. I'm pretty sure we actually saw it twice in theaters. Yeah. Me and Grant because we yeah. saw it with different people and we really enjoyed it. So so I, I, I would definitely agree with you. I would rate this one higher than I would rate the original. Yeah. I, I'm definitely there. And I love the original. Yeah. Caitlin, number six. Uh, the Liz McGuire movie. Okay, this is where you have it. <laughs> this is where we have the same one, so I'll let Grant chime in. But um, <clears throat> I owned this movie on VHS. Um, I, loved I love the, it. I loved the Lizzie McGuire show, <laughs> so of course I love the movie. Um, I love the music in this one. Um, what Dreams Are Made Of used to be my karaoke jam oh my when, on my karaoke machine when I was younger. Okay. Um, love the romance in it. It's crazy though because she's literally like, how old is she in this movie? I can't. Like her character, like she's going. She's She's in eighth grade. She's gonna be a freshman. Okay, she's like gonna be a freshman in high school. She's going to Europe, like on a class trip, (laughs) and she literally like is going off by herself with this random European pop star, like all by herself. Like, and I'm like, (laughs) you're only like. 13 like what the heck like (laughs) my parents would have never let this happen like so it's kind of kind of blows your mind but um just love the storyline and then I mean it it kind of this is a spoiler but um it's been out for forever a long time ago so um (laughs) you finally get the the love connection between her and Gordo at the end like they share a little kiss and it's real sweet. Which, and if you cute. haven't seen the show, Gordo's her best like her friend best guy friend, like the whole show. The show. So okay, so it's kind of cute. Um, um, he can throw there's in his input. Two but. things that make this movie for me. Number one is Matt McGuire, her brother. He brings the Lewis Stevens to the Lizzie McGuire show. He's always out to make her life miserable. Okay, and he's got in this movie. He's got this like uh record or it's a camcorder camera. Yeah. and he's literally 
recording all of her embarrassing moments. Like he literally tapes it to this like remote control car. Like he attaches it to this car and drives it around his house to like video her and doing these embarrassing things to blackmail her. And literally they go to Europe at the end and he's trying to sell this to people because now she's famous. Well, she... This is another spoiler. And when she's in, they're in Italy, correct? Yes. Is where their trips to. Um, and she looks very similar to a famous singer, a female singer, pop star girl. So a lot of people while she's there think that she is her. So she's basically like famous, like instantly. So yeah. he thinks that people are going to pay all this money for this video of her doing all these embarrassing things. And, and the teacher is the other. Yeah, that's who else I was going to say. The teacher that's the chaperone Mrs. on the trip. Mrs. Ungermeyer, who's actually going to be their principal in high school. And she's the chaperone for this trip. And I think she kind of sets the stage for the teachers that go on the trip in Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, interesting. Because... They're, she's kind of dim-witted. She's very stern on the rules. But, I mean, it's pretty humorous. Huh. Everything She's that, like, shut your pie holes, people. That's and, like her famous line. And she's so excited to get there. and um, She's pretty entertaining. So those are the two people that really make this movie. And um, we've watched this movie several times together. And yeah, it's timeless. High quality. Two, two quick questions. Uh, theater released? Uh, I believe it actually was theater released. I don't know. Okay. I'd have to check on that. Uh, yeah, look that up real quick. And then uh, where does this take place in the timeline of the of the seasons? There's five seasons of the show, right? Yeah, I think it takes place after. After all five seasons? Yes. Okay. So Lizzie McGuire... It was, it was theater released. Okay. So it Lizzie McGuire show, like she's a she must be a young kid. Like she's like... Like middle middle school age. Oh, she's always middle age. Yeah, or mid, middle middle age. Middle, <laughs> middle sure, school age. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's <laughs> like, like seventh or eighth grade. Oh, Maybe throughout it, the whole series. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. But it's great. Um, it's very funny. Is Miranda in this movie? No, she okay, goes so away. her other best. That's what I thought. Her other best friend Miranda, because it's usually like Lizzie, Miranda, and Gordo are the three kind of main characters, and. She's not in this movie, which is kind of interesting because she's like in the entire show. But like she huh. was like away somewhere when during the movie. So during, that's when kind they of, shot it. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. So, huh? I've not seen the show or the movie, so yeah. I can't I can't uh, comment at all. So, but um, yeah, I, I guess probably most Lizzie McGuire fans have probably seen this film mm-hmm. and probably I would yeah. agree probably love that. it. Oh yeah, theater release. That's that's yeah, that's intriguing to me. Like when fifty five point five million. Is what it made at the box office. Yeah. I mean, for like a TV show made into a movie, that's respectable. Yeah. Like, that's not too bad. So, okay. Yeah, interesting. Uh, that was never going to be on my list. <laughs> but I'm glad you guys both had it on your list. Yeah. Uh, Grant, number six. This one may get trumped, but I'm going to throw it out there. My number six is Guardians of the Galaxy. Trump. Okay. Yep. I do have it sli- slightly higher, not too much. All right, we'll talk about that one later. Um, my number six is uh, Toy Story 4. 
uh, mm. the fourth one. I struggled on which Toy Story because I I, want, I needed to put some Toy Story movie yeah. on here, and um, I, I think probably for a lot of people the latest one is always the easiest one because that's the one you've seen the most recently, the one that mm-hmm. has the most hype. Uh, recency bias is a real thing. But when I really stop and think about the characters that are huh. in this movie, it it is. I mean, you know, I'm going to say Forky, but even beyond trash, <laughs> dude, that that never gets old. It never gets old. I love that that his whole propensity to be thrown in the trash. Um, Bo Peep's backstory, I think, is phenomenal, and mm-hmm. how she got separated from the family um, because it like she got like sold and then like into this like antique store type of thing. Uh, Ducky and Bunny, which Gabby is Gabby. yeah, Gabby Gabby, um, you know, Key and Peel are like these, oh, you know, gosh. Ducky and Bunny. They're Hilarious. so they're so funny every in every scene. Uh, Plush Rush, the whole thing. I mean, it's just it's gold. Um, Duke Kaboom is freaking Keanu Reeves in this movie. Like I, he's, and he's like a really cool, like Canadian, like toy that like no one has ever heard of kind of been pushed to the side. Never feels like he can really make it anything of his life, but then obviously becomes a hero at the end. And then slappy, but it's not slappy. The evil. Yeah. Like the, um, dummy, the ventriloquist dummy. Oh yeah. Vincent. It's or its Vincent. Name. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Vincent. Yeah. yeah. Super creepy. Like I you mentioned Gabby Gabby. Gabby Gabby and I know like the bear, a lot of people point to the the uh huggy or huggy. Lots of lots of lots of, lots of mm-hmm. hugs bear in three as being super creepy. And I think he is. I, for me, Gabby Gabby was creepier <laughs> than 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 Lotso in the third movie. Um, so, like all the things that I would want to see in a movie like this, they totally delivered. And yeah. I, I don't, I can't point to the other ones as much, even though the the first three movies are nearly perfect movies. Every movie, the first movie, the first Toy Story has like a one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. or something like that. So I'm not saying these are bad movies. I'm just saying the fourth one, like it literally just built on everything I loved from the first three, mm-hmm. and um, just the the ending, which I won't spoil because it is a recent movie, uh, is f- absolutely phenomenal. I mean, did did even more than what I was expecting um, to end with uh, and made a bold choice, I thought, at the end of the yeah. movie. Um, uh, Buzz listening to his inner voice by pushing the buttons on his own. <laughs> it, it's it's uh, th- Those guys are geniuses um, that make those movies. I'm and pretty sure Caitlin cried in this movie. No, I cried in the third one. You, I, you cried in this one. I, I cried in this one too. I'm, okay. I, I'm pretty sure I cried at the end of this one too. Um, it, it is. It definitely pulls on your uh, on your, str- your heartstrings. It's depressing. No yeah. Especially for a movie that, like, I would say, Caitlin and I kind of grew up on this trilogy. Well, Toy Story three, like, he literally graduates high school yeah. like the same time that I was graduating high. So I went to that movie oh, yeah. in theaters. So follow, He's like, going the off to college. Timeline. I was going off to college at the same time. So I bawled at the end of that movie because oh, sure, it like sure. really hit home to me. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's. I, I never cried in it, but um, it does follow the same timeline. But I mean, I think like when they're at the arc or the fair and Buzz is trapped at that game, I yeah. think that's like the funniest part where oh, yeah. you get Ducky and Rabbit. <laughs> and that's those two make the movie. Yeah, they they almost steal the movie and, as far as the Forky kind of steals the show Dude, too. Forky's like a nearly perfect. Here's what I love about Forky, and I don't think this is too much of a spoiler. Um, if, you see, if you've seen the trailer, you know who Forky is. He's yeah. basically he is basically trash. Um, <laughs> and so Bonnie, who I mean, this is maybe a, you know a controversial statement. I, I like Bonnie better than Andy. Um, I think she's just a, a very lovable, like innocent character, and it epitomizes what I see as like 
uh, kids that play with toys is, yeah. is when I think of, of that and I see my daughter in her a lot, but she, Bonnie is like a nearly perfect character to have this kind of world revolve around. But Forky, um, like it literally, I know this sounds like super like, you know, like I'm, I'm going like super like esoteric with this movie, but like it, Forky makes you ch- challenges and makes you re- th- rethink the idea of what is a toy. Like what is mm-hmm. the definition of a toy? And to her, it's a toy. It's literally a spork and you know, she, she decorated. Yeah. It. She like, she draws on it and like, and, you know, attaches all these things with glue and whatever. But to her, that is a toy. Yeah. And even though it's something that she made it out of literal trash. And, um, I, I, I love that. I love that they went there and, and explored that whole idea. Like what, and, what, what makes a toy and so. just him trying to throw himself away. <laughs> it's just great. It's, it's funny every time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, toy story four is, um, that's the highest Pixar movie that I have. I don't have any other Pixar movies after that one, but um, yeah, it's it's great. All right, um, The Ground, number five, Caitlin. All right, number five, another movie that I owned on VHS, Princess Diaries. Okay, <laughs> another movie I don't think I've seen. So good. Okay, <laughs> I'm so um, glad we have you on the show to, to bring some of these. <laughs> so uh, it has Anne Hathaway in it. A okay. young Anne Hathaway. Okay. Also, Julie Andrews is in this movie. Um, she's the grandmother. So, um, basically, sh- the grandmother comes to visit. Um, Mia uh, Thermopolis is the main character played by Anne Hathaway. She um, lives with her mom. Um, her dad wasn't really in her life much. Um, so, she knows of her dad but doesn't really know much about him. And they're not really well off. No, very. Oh, I have um, I have seen this. So movie. the grandma shows up, Julie Andrews, and breaks the news to Mia that she is actually a princess of a fictional country called Genovia. <laughs> so she's very like much a nerd. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, so then she kind of gets this whole makeover because she's a princess now. And she gets um, princess lessons from her grandmother and learns how to be a lady and how to, you know, how to be a princess. And so, like, um, you know, for a while, you know, they were going to give her a choice. You know, you can come and be the princess of Genovia or you can you can live your life as a normal teenage girl. Well, in the end, she she ends up deciding to be the princess of Genovia. So. Um, at the the very end of the movie, she's moving to Genovia. And there is a second movie, too, which I do enjoy a lot. And I've heard rumors that there's a third one. I don't know if they're true or not. Third. Heard rumors that there's going to be a third one. Yeah. Is she so, Anne is in, in the second one as well? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's all pretty much the same characters. Um, her best friend's in it again, Lily. And Julie Andrews is in the second one again. Her mom's played by the same, I don't know what the actress that plays her, but... So yeah, so it's all based in Genovia and her trying to find a a husband. Basically, they're making her find a husband to be able to be the queen. She's taking over as queen in the second one. So the humor is very funny in this movie yeah, too. Yeah, it's very good movie. Um, I loved the soundtrack growing up in this movie as well. Um, that was another thing that kind of drew me to it. Lots of really good songs and you own this soundtrack. I did. On I CD. owned the soundtrack on CD as well. So I owned the VHS, the movie, and the soundtrack on CD. So. Um, it's worth noting this is a breakout role for Anne. Like she, yeah. This is basically the first movie that she yeah. was she, a yeah. main character in. Yeah. yeah. She she does really well. Mandy Moore is also in it. Um, 
She sings not Stupid a, Cupid in not it. Not a very nice character. But. <laughs> no, she's kind of the popular girl of at school, kind of the jerk, you know, kind of girl. But I like Mandy Moore a lot. Yeah. So. Cool. I when, when once you started talking about it, I was like, okay, I, I actually have seen this, but I don't remember very much from yeah. it. So. Yeah. Cool. All right. Princess Diaries. Um, Grant. It's kind of funny that your number five was Princess Diaries because I'm going to go with number five as everybody's lovable prince, Aladdin. I'm going to go with Aladdin, the remake, live action Aladdin. Okay. Yeah, this is the recent one. Um, So I won't go into a ton of spoilers because, I mean, there are... I would say anything that's true of the first movie you could spoil because everyone's seen that one. It's a little different, but... um, there's a couple things that make this movie so good for me. One is Will Smith. Oh, um, so good. I absolutely love Robin Williams, rest in peace. Yeah. But um, Will Smith does phenomenal as the genie, live action. He does great. He raps. I love the music in this movie even more than I do the cartoon version. I think I agree with you. Um, I, that's a hard statement for me to make because I, I absolutely loved the original Aladdin. I was, I was 13 when the, movie, yeah. when the movie came out, the original one. So, But I think I agree with you. I think the movie in this one, the new one's better. And um, I just love the scenes where they're like running through Agrabah. It's just phenomenal yeah. to me. And another thing that I really enjoy is in the cartoon, Jasmine's kind of a shy not really outspoken and in the live action it's completely different yeah and it kind of kind of throws out the message like we talked about in Mulan yeah. a couple of weeks ago yeah, of woman yeah. women empowerment and she definitely wants her voice to be heard she believes that she can rule the country and i like that about that one and the action is phenomenal yeah they, i want to touch on jasmine's character a little bit more she they really pose her as like being the ruler like yeah it's in the original movie it's like okay aladdin is going to be i guess the ruler of this mm-hmm. nation he doesn't know how to do it but in this movie they're like no jasmine knows how to do it yeah. like just give her the keys to the kingdom she will do it right and, yeah. and I, I love that they lean into that and um and the song she sings is so good yeah it is really good and then one of my favorite scenes is Um, which takes place in the original one too, um, where there's the controversy of is him getting out of the Cave of Wonders, is that the first wish or not? And Uh in the live action, they have that whole scene where it's almost like you're watching a sporting event and it's going to replay, (laughs) like they're challenging the ruling on the field. (laughs) And it's just so funny. I mean, Will Smith does an outstanding job and... If anybody could have done a better job than Robin Williams, it probably would have had to be Will Smith. And he did great. Yeah. And um, I saw this movie when it opening weekend when it came out. Yeah. I think we did. And it was phenomenal. And, and the guy who plays Aladdin, um, he I had never really heard of him before yeah. this movie. And yeah. I thought he did a really great and job. So outside of Will Smith, it's pretty much an unknown cast. So, yeah. I mean, they did really well. And this was one of those movies where when it came out, because um, it came out before Disney Plus came out, and this was a movie that I had shipped to me the day it came out. Oh, yeah, definitely. And 
Um, I've shown it to my kids at school, and I love this movie. Uh, if it, if this was a if we were doing like a top ten remakes list, yeah. I, this one might be number one. There's a yeah. there's a couple I haven't seen. Um, one a couple that would actually make it, K- Caitlin really angry <laughs> if I mentioned to her which ones I haven't seen. But um, I as far as like the we talked about this with Mulan as you already said. But like if you're looking for like the template for like how do you remake an old movie, yeah. an animated movie into live action, I think you look at Aladdin first. I, I, honestly, I think Mulan might be number two. But yeah. Um, but yeah, both of those movies just absolutely kill it. I so. would say my top three remakes would be Aladdin and then Mulan. I I really did not think Mulan would get there for me, but I really, really enjoyed Mulan. So if you have not seen it, yeah, I encourage you to go watch it and then Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, so that that's the one that I don't I didn't want to admit that I haven't seen, but yeah, yeah I, I I need to watch the Beauty and the Beast remake. And then Lion King's down there somewhere. I mean, it's all right for me. But it's it's just the the problem with Lion King is that they didn't change anything. Yeah. Like <laughs> if I if I wanted to see the same story again, I just watched the original. Yeah. Um so but no, Aladdin did it I think perfectly. They kept yeah. everything that people loved and wanted to see in live action. They kept it. And then expanded on the universe to make everything like more understandable and palatable, palatable, made it feel real. I, I was amazed by that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. That, that probably would have been like a number 11 or number 12 on my list. Um, didn't, didn't quite make it. Um, my number five is the emperor's new groove. So we've talked about this. You chose a lot of animated movies. Yeah, and I'm. I, I was, was surprised. I'm, I'm kind of surprised by that too. Except I, I did kind of state my rule at the beginning, where like, um, so th- this is my last animated. It's it's all okay. it's all live action from here on out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my top four are all live action, but um, I, I think animated would be would would be relegated way down my list had I chosen more MCU and Star Wars movies. Yeah. Gotcha. But I didn't want to be that guy that's just yeah. like okay all 10 of my movies are star wars <laughs> so um but yeah the emperor's new groove is a movie you want to talk about like special to like outside of the the film my brother and i watched this together and then watched it about every two or three months for years after that uh and it was one of those movies that we just quoted to each other a lot no touchy and stuff like that from the movie that that were just iconic to us but I didn't realize how much I love this. I, I always knew that I, I've seen the movie ten, 10 times probably. I didn't realize how much I watched it or how much I loved it to this day until Grant and I talked about it. Yeah. So we, I watched the movie again just for this show. Again, it was recent. A couple six, of months ago. Yeah. yeah. Was maybe six or eight episodes back. Go find our full review on, at that time. Listen to me glow on that movie in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I was surprised by how much it still holds up. It is one of the one of the few movies, period, in, in, in all of film history, that you can point to a straight up villain as the main character. He is a bad guy. Yeah, like he's not even an antihero at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. He is straight up the villain of the movie, but he's also the main character. And then he transitions from villain to antihero about halfway through, and then transitions again from antihero into hero. straight up hero at the end of the movie. Find me another movie that does that. <laughs> I like. I would love to know because yeah. I the 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 fact that they were able to do that and to make it feel seamless and natural in a 90 minute time, uh, time frame is mm-hmm. absolutely amazing to me. Um, I think Patrick Warburton's Kronk is one of the funny, oh, yeah. is one of the funniest characters you will find on Disney plus period. End of statement. Um, he is 
steals the show almost. And that's saying something because David Spade is one of my favorite comedians of all time. And he's really funny in this movie too. Um, but Kronk is just absolutely ad- lovable, adorable, funny, yeah. all, all the, um, the, you know, praise that you can give him. It's another buddy comedy. I'm a kind of a sucker for those kind of things. You got the, the villain paired up with the good guy and somehow the movie, even though it goes for comedy has like some incredible themes about, um, being alone, climbing, you know, stepping on people on your way to the top, being humbled, uh, helping your enemy, even though you don't want to, it, it, it touches on things I've not seen in a lot of other movies. So I, this movie is again, one of the most rewatchable films yeah. on Disney plus for me. I so. mean this, if we did just animated, this would be in my top five for sure. Yeah. I, I love this movie too. Yeah. And it was hard to pass on it for my top 10, but yeah. I really, truly, and um, kind of like you, until we brought this to the podcast, I hadn't seen it in a while, and it reignited my love for this movie. It's it's one that um, I, I've... I, I'm sad to say that we've not been able to get our, our four-year-old to watch. Yeah, <laughs> I want so badly for her to watch it so that I, we, she and I can just watch it over and over again and just laugh. Yeah. So uh, eventually we'll get get her there, but she's not been interested yet. So it's so funny. It's it's good. It might be some of the humor. I think would be a little bit over her head. Um, yeah. But I think the just the visual comedy in the movie. I think she would really dig. Yeah. So anyway, that's my number five. Number four. Kate All right, Murphy. Phil. It's the one you've been waiting for. I know it's coming. Let's say it together, okay? One, two, two. three. High, high school, school musical. musical. No, oh. high school musical. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Phil. You now, you, now you just ruined it. Oh, no. High school musical <laughs> is number four. Okay. This is one that I struggled because I love all three of them and I didn't know which this one. This is to the put. first one. Okay, so I put the okay. original and. So a DCOM so original. I'm telling you why I put the original. I The music is my favorite in this one. I love the songs the most. But the one thing that I don't like about the original is that they didn't let Zac Efron sing. And I think he's better what than the weird. person that they had sing. That's so one of the weirdest that choices. That really annoys me. Because, yeah, I think in the second and the third movie, like, he sings way better he's than so whoever good. the dude is that sang for him in the first movie. But anyways, I love the songs in there. Like, it's just so many good ones. But um, I do love the second and the third one, too. The third one, um, just like in Toy Story 3, it followed the same timeline as us. So they were graduating high school at the same time as me. Yeah. So, like, it was really, like, emotional for me when I went to go see it just because it was, like, really hit home. They're all leaving high school and going to college at the same time as me. So I almost put the third one, but I just had to do the original because the music is just so good. Like... I said this on our High School Musical, the musical, the series episode, yeah. uh, one of our early episodes, re- yep. re- uh, really far back, um, that I've, I've still, and it's still true today, I've not seen the first one or the second one. I saw the third one in theaters, which is so bizarre. I, I had <laughs> I had friends that loved the first two movies, and I, was, and I was just like looking for something to do, I guess. And so I went yeah. to go see it with them. All four of us went to go see it, and I had no idea who any of the characters were. <laughs> and, so that, that's, and I'm not seeing the series either, so I, I know very little about High School oh, Musical. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a huge Zac Efron fan, so of course I like it for that, but... Um, um, and I just, I just love all the characters and just everything about it. It's one of my favorites of all time. And 
Um, also loved like high Springfield little theater did like some performances of the, they did the first two for sure. I don't think they ever did the third one, Okay, but I loved going to see it live too. That was really fun. And yeah, just, and for those of you keeping score, that is Kenny Ortega. Number two. (laughs) Will we see him again? I don't know. I I think we will. (laughs) That's my money. (laughs) I got money on that. Cool. High school musical. I think a lot of people, not, again, not to be offensive, like a lot of people your age, like of your generation, I think would have that on their list too. So, yeah. Mr. Grant. Number four for me is my favorite MCU movie. Any guesses, Phil? Um, boy. I would say... My guess is uh, Thor Ragnarok. It is okay. Thor Ragnarok. I knew, you, I knew you had it up there, but I didn't know how like the Avengers movies yep. playing for you. So this is which? Do you have this on your list? I strangely no. Okay. I, and again, only because I was trying to limit yeah. MCU movies. I I have I have two more that are coming. Okay. So. <laughs> so I absolutely love this movie. Thor is in the MCU movies, the current ones. Um, it's a toss up for me between Iron Man and Thor, but after this movie, it was without a doubt that Thor is my favorite MCU character. Oh, okay. And I absolutely love this movie because it brings action and comedy together. There wasn't as much comedy in the first two, but I mean, this one for me takes the cake and, um, I just love it because there's just so many funny scenes like when him and Hulk are fighting in the arena. I won't spoil it because I think it falls under our it's rule. Pretty it's pretty close. It's 2017, yeah. I okay, think. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, but I absolutely just love this movie because of the humor. And I think Caitlin would also agree that she enjoys this movie because of the humor in this movie. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the Avenger movies just in general, but this is, if I had to pick a favorite one, that would probably be my favorite one. It, I think it is one of the more accessible ones. And I think that a lot of that's just not because of, not just because of Thor, although he's yeah. obviously the star, but um, it's one of the best Hulk movies I think yeah. you can watch too. And then so. you get your Loki, which yeah. I, I love Loki he's as well. Always good. And then Valkyrie comes into play, yeah. which yeah. I like her. she's a good character I think in she's this an movie. underrated yeah. yeah and then um it's just it's good it's pure gold to me when when I went and saw it in theaters the second day it came out I was like I love this movie I could watch it over and over again yeah. it was another movie that I bought the day it came out I only because I restricted my list to only two MC movies did this not end up on there yeah. the um what was uh, so you know Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be on my list I'll get to it here mm-hmm. in a second but uh, it was between this movie and that one for me and I, I put, put put Guardians just ever so slightly above it but um, uh, the, who's the villain in Thor Ragnarok I always forget her name Hela okay for me Hela w- is one of the weaker villains I think yeah. in the series and, and it, for me that was kind of what made it kind of fall off for me mm-hmm. but um, I also think Ragnarok is one of the funniest movies in the entire MCU so yeah. and um, like the opening scene where he's taken hostage and he's, he's like trying to sum- summon so the hammer and he's just like I could not stop laughing and the that. music yeah. I, I love that opening song yeah I love that yeah 
Yeah, it's that movie caught people off guard heavily. Like, yeah, one of the I think one probably one of the lowest rated MC movies is the Thor movie that came before this. Mm-hmm. Was it Dark Dark World? Dark World. Um, and so I think when they announced Thor three, they're like, really another Thor movie? Dark World was not that great. Blah blah yeah. blah. And then it just it came out and was like, you have to see Ragnarok. Yeah. Go see it. And Which it just they had a director change. Right? Oh, that's that's got to be why. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, this one for me, um, like you were talking about Guardians, and which I already mentioned that that's number six on my list. Yeah. And so this one ever so slightly edges out Guardians for me. But yeah. I I think it's more because I love the character of Thor. Yeah. I think Chris Hemsworth did outstanding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is this is a for me a, easily a top five yeah. MCU movies out of over 20, 22 or whatever that they've released. If, if you include the Spider Man movies, even more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's easily top five. The, the, this movie's phenomenal. Yeah. So um, that leads perfectly into my number four. This is where I have Guardians. Okay. So um, uh, the the only reason that the Guardians just barely, I mean, I just by the smallest margin edged out Thor Thor Ragnarok, which I was going to put it as my second one on the list, um, is that guardians of the galaxy did the impossible and it, and it made a world fall in love with characters that no one had ever heard of rocket raccoon. Who's ever yeah. heard of him? Um, you know, uh, Groot. I Groot. Am Groot. yeah, literally a tree that says one line that should not work yeah. like that. That should not be, po- you know, powerful or funny or, you know, culture breaking, you know, breaking into culture at all. Um, all of those characters are so, so good and so unique from each other. Um, it is, um, a lot of movies do this, you know, Ocean's Eleven or whatever, but it's 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 the mashing of like unlikely friends, right? Like all mm-hmm. these people that should hate each other and have nothing, wanting nothing to do with each other, somehow gel into like one of the most perfect teams of all time. Like yeah. it, it's it, the way that they pulled it off and the humor and the freaking soundtrack and the, the movie just hits, hits, hits over and over and over again. Um, I, the original movie, I love the second one too. And they're great in the Avengers movies too, when they Mm -hmm. come to the Avengers. But, um, it is, the first one is, is still a, a, um, gobsmacking idea to me. Like that they were able to take what should have been like the redheaded stepchild of the entire series and made them one of some of the most popular characters in all of MCU. I I would agree with that. Yeah. Guardians took me by surprise. And the highest compliment I can make to it is that it made me interested in reading the comic books mm. of Guardians, which I never would have been interested in outside of the movie. So I've read several of the comics and they're really good. Yeah. Just uh, tabbing on to that because I had this as my number six. Yeah, yeah. The one reason that um, this did not edge out Thor for me was I was kind of late to the show on this one. I actually did not see it until like maybe a month or two before Infinity War came out. Oh, yeah. So I was late to the show of seeing it. Okay. But I've now seen it two or three times, and I absolutely love this movie. Yeah. Um, I love Rocket, and I love Groot. Yeah. They're great. And Peter Quill brings... He's so funny, dude. Yeah, and some of the scenes where, where he's dancing with his Walkman. Oh, Walkman. Yeah. It's Those just are the parts I like. So good. And and you talk about, like, you know, seeing movies that kind of hit you. Like, he, he is in a... Chris Pratt in, in age is very similar yeah. to my age in real life. And grew up with like those tracks and Walkman like, yeah. in the same way that I did when I was a kid. And when I see him like traversing across the that 
you know, the opening scene of him going across the, the planet with his Walkman. I was like, dude, I used to do that when I was a kid. Like, and he's still a kid, even though he's an adult, he's a, a kid, you know, a kid in adult shoes. Yeah. And, oh man, it just, it just resonated with me hardcore. And, and so. I mean, I think another reason why I enjoy this movie is the comedy aspect of it. Yeah. Cause the quotes in it are just, and it just takes an unlikely team and just <laughs> makes them great. And I mean, I think they're even funnier when you mix in other MCU characters into it. Like yeah. they're hilarious in Infinity War. Oh yeah. And parts that really aren't supposed to be funny, <laughs> but I mean they're hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Peter Peter Quill is the epitome of he's, he's he's some people compare him to Tony Stark in the sense he's very prideful and like, you know, don't mm-hmm. like I have the best idea in the room. But um it's he's different than Tony Stark. Like he's he's silly and goofy in a way that Tony is not trying to be. Um, and he's not really so a superhero no partake <laughs> yeah no i i love i love him as a character so yeah that that made easily made my number four so um all right, all right. top three top three we're here here we go all right my number three is one we've done on the show before so it's while you were sleeping oh okay good good choice yeah um always been a huge sandra bullock fan so had to throw that one on there i've watched this movie lots and lots of times own it on dvd when i was growing up so definitely had to put that one on there i know i've told this story when we did the full episode but i had hermit crabs growing up and i named them lucy and jack after this movie (laughs) so was a huge fan um another one of my favorite um sandra bullock movies is miss congeniality not on disney plus but love that one too so had to throw the sandra bullock movie on here because big fan of her i thought so. we did we did a really good review of that movie on on a previous episode yeah. go back and listen to that one um i, I um i i'm, I'm i kind of play like the stereo, stereotypical like guy of like oh i can't put a, a rom-com on my list or whatever but go back and listen to my thoughts on that movie i was very high on that movie i i was surprised how much i liked it it's so. very yep. funny yeah it's a good one yep if you have not seen while you were sleeping just because either because um you're not into romantic comedies or because um, it's old, you know, an older movie or whatever. Uh, Don't sleep on this one. uh, No pun intended. (laughs) Um, So yeah, no, it's, it's definitely worth a watch. So yeah, good choice. Uh, Grant number three. It's funny because one thing, if you don't know about me, which both of you know, I love sports. So two out of my top three are sports movies. Wow. And shocker. This movie is Disney Plus or no, this movie is in my top 10, regardless. Yeah. Or all three of these movies are in... Of all Of all time, all three of these movies are in my top 10. Okay. Regardless of Disney Plus or not. Um, My number three is Remember the Titans. I I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. So, um, for those of you that don't know, it's the story of T.C. Williams. Um, It's a high school that's been integrated... um, into african-american and whites and they come together um not willingly but they come together as a football team led by coach herman boone who's played by denzel washington um i think honestly this is one of his best performances he's been in a lot of great movies but for me this is by far my favorite movie that he's in and they're definitely underdogs at first because they're playing against um, many schools that are all white. Well, every other school they play at 
against is all white except them and I just love this movie. Um, I watched it with my dad um, when it came into theaters. And this movie kind of, that's one of the reasons why I love this movie. Because I have that memory. But um, we just recently watched this movie again with my dad. Like three weeks ago or so. And so that's always played a huge role. And I mean, it's just a great movie. Um, The story is great and it depicts what um people had to go through in that time as well yeah and um when it wouldn't movie for today yeah. i think with all the news that's circulating and everything like that to go back and watch that yeah and the lines are great um love sunshine um and i like the assistant coach's daughter um yeah. what's Hayden Pantier. Yeah, it was kind of her first role because oh, yeah. she was like a kid then, and she's been in a lot of other movies. But. And uh, but people probably mostly know her from Heroes, but she was doing this movie too. But yeah, yeah, this movie is fantastic, and I've read a lot of lists out there for sports movies, and this is easy, easily a top ten sports movie. This is a sports movie for people that don't even like sports movies. Yeah, like it really is that good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have any sports movies on my list just because I, I generally don't um, get jazzed about them like you do. Like, you are into sports to, to like, the 10th <laughs> degree more than I am. Like, I, yeah. I, I watch the Chiefs, and that's about it. Um, otherwise, I probably would have this um, on my list. So, yeah. But, yeah, that there's um, a couple movies that are really good. Um, I think if you're looking for – well, I talk about Zootopia, but, like, just, like, race relation, mm-hmm. um, you know, history and just – thought-provokingness and stuff like that. I think it's worth watching just for that alone. Yeah. But, um, yeah, awesome. So, I Great mean, choice. it's definitely a classic that I could easily watch any day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. I would say probably most sports fans pro- probably would have it on their top ten. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, my number three, uh, this is where I struggle on where to put it, but this is where I have Avengers Endgame. Okay. Um, I – the I, I I struggled I wanted to put some Avengers like a movie where all the Avengers come together and I struggled um on all of them honestly like I think even Civil War is you know an Avengers movie even though it's yeah. it's it doesn't have Avengers in the title uh and the, ri- the original Avengers is so iconic um Infinity War I liked way more than I thought I would like it's it's really really powerful but the way that Endgame and we cannot spoil this movie. It's very, very. It's the most recent movie that we'll probably have on our list. But, um, well, no, I uh, maybe not. I don't know. But um, uh, it is the perfect culmination to the series. It, it is. It is. Even though the series will live on, I mean, Black Widow is coming out later this year. They're going to continue. They'll, they'll make MCU mov- oh, MCU yeah. movies for the next twenty years. And they're going to make so much money. <laughs> yeah. And don't you wish you were the person that came up with MCU. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it is the highest grossing movie in cinema history for a reason. Um, and I, I think, um, it is, it is almost a given that you've seen this movie. And, and that's the only thing that's, you know, holding me back from spoiling it is like, okay, there probably is like one person that's listening <laughs> to this. that haven't, hasn't seen it yet, but, um, it is a, an amazing conclusion to like 11 or 12, uh, years of superhero history. Yeah. Like, um, it's, it, it it brings the characters together in unlikely ways and in great combos, like better combos than I would have even come up with on my own. Um, the guy, the guys that write these, 
that Kevin Feige and all, all the guys that kind of orchestrate all this are geniuses, like the mm. way that they put everything together. Um, it's an epic opera of a, of a action film um, for me. And it's so long. And yeah. And you get... It's you get your money's worth. Oh my gosh! Like I, 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 like I wanted to see this movie again and again and again in theaters. Like I just wanted to like, just take my money. Like this is absolutely amazing. Um, uh, I'll, I'll talk in code so we're not spoiling Can you anything. Tell but like your story about this movie. Um, the, the first time you about saw when it. you went to the bathroom. Oh, dude. I so okay. This is not a spoiler at all. Everyone knows that there is a Stanley. Um, the last. Yeah, the, the, this was the last one. Stan Lee's has a cameo in every Avengers, every MCU movie, and some other movies even outside of the MCU. But um, you know what? There's going to be a Stan Lee appearance. Everyone knew this was his last one because he had died. Like this came out posthumously, I think. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, this is the last one. Whatever. I had a, a soda or something. I can't even remember and what. That's over a three-hour movie. Yeah, and. I, I don't even know that I was drinking anything. I think I had a soda before I even stepped foot inside the theater. I think you just had popcorn. Yeah, because I was just like, I do not want to get up. I, this is I've been waiting my entire you know twelve years to see this thing, and I, I just could not make it. And so about I don't know halfway or two thirds of the way through the movie, I step out. Not only is which it, Caitlin had read a article about this about the good times to go to the bathroom, and it literally yeah. said that this was one yes, of them. and that's why I got up at that time. Um, if I don't, this is not going to spoil anything. It's the time travel portion of the, of the movie. But, um, when they go back in time, that's when you see Stan Lee and I, that was the time that I I chose to go to the bathroom. (laughs) And so I missed Stan Lee's final, uh, performance (laughs) in an MCU. I I've since seen it, obviously I went back and watched it, but yeah. Um, but honestly like that and, and for other reasons, like that, that period of the Tony and, and, a family member, let's say, is, is I think one of the most amazing parts of that movie. It's, just, mm-hmm. it's very touching and very heartwarming. Um, seeing Peter Parker and Tony Stark at all together is always powerful, but it's especially powerful given the events of, of this movie. Um, the big ending for Tony is is something everyone talks about. Uh, Captain America and Mjolnir is like an, yeah. like a, literally a, like a um, a vocal eruption. Like when that happened in the theater, everyone's just started shouting and screaming. Um, uh, Black Widow's final scene, uh, Hawkeye's family, and like the events of the snap and everything around that is really touching stuff. And then, of course, it's just action packed to the gills and um, all the stuff with uh, Wakanda. And like, it is the movie's just an epic. It, there, there are to point to compare this movie. Like, how do you even compare this movie to other movies? Because it's doing what most movies would 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 dream of doing, but can never actually pull off. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's why it had to be somewhere on my list. And um, that's crazy. As far as like going back and rewatching movies, I would rewatch this before anything else that I've said previously. Yeah. So I would say this definitely falls into top five for me in MCU. Yeah. yeah. And um. I think it's well done. Um, I just remember, because this was the biggest film ever coming out, and I remember that I had one job, and that was to get us tickets to it at (laughs) Alamo Draft House, and I got us tickets in 3D. By accident. And you were just astonished. Well, and you could not... It's not like we were just going to cancel those tickets and then buy... A, 2D tickets. Because it was yeah, like for sold out for like weeks. Yeah, like we would have had to have wait literally a full week and to we get would have the had next to show. Like, not even read, look at our phones whatsoever. 
uh, I've told this story on the show before, but basically um, the short version is we, we bought 2D glasses <laughs> that just switched the, the, the red and green or blue or whatever it is. And so, yeah, because I, 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 can't, I can't handle 3D, man. Like it just messes with my brain. So, yeah, I watched it in 2D, even though it was a 3D showing. Um, all right, Caitlin, number two. All right. Well, it's funny because you kind of mentioned um, about it. Well, I picked Beauty and the Beast, but I picked the animated version. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of the remake. Uh, Beauty and really? the Beast is my okay. favorite. Like I, when you're talking about the classic Disney and movies. And you love Emma Watson. I love Emma Watson, but my honest opinion is if you're going to do a musical, you need to pick someone who can sing. Yeah. Her voice is very auto-tuned, very fake, and it really bothers me. I've As heard, a person who's a musician, like... Yeah. I've heard some of the singing that she does in it, and it's not good. I love her as an actress, like, from the Harry Potter movies. Huge fan of her. Did not like her as Belle. Um, I liked a lot of the other characters. Um, there were parts of it that I really enjoyed, but as a whole, I just I have to pick the animated version. Um, I grew up watching that one and dressed up like Belle for numerous Halloweens. She was always <laughs> been my favorite Disney princess, and so had to put that one as at the top of my list because it's. Um, I don't even remember when I first saw it, um, but I just know that I, the moment I saw it, it was my favorite and have always loved her as a princess and loved the story. So, um, this would also be in uh, Jessica's top 10. Um, yeah, it's, it's her favorite. Yeah. I mean, I, the soundtrack again, I know we've talked about the soundtrack over and over again, but the music is great in this. Um, Gaston is one of my favorite songs ever in the disney universe i talked about how i love i or i can go the distance or go the distance in hercules but i also absolutely love the song guest on um be our guest i I think be our guest is probably a top 10 of all time and like the character of lefou is great um I I loved it even more when Josh Gad played him in yes. the remake. He was one of my favorite parts of the remake. And yeah, he's I, who plays Olaf for those that don't know. But yeah, but I mean, I I enjoy this movie, and um, we've watched it several times, and it's one of her favorites. So I owned it on on VHS as well, um, and then before Disney Plus came out, also um, Grant bought it for me on DVD too, so I own own both of them. So cool, but yeah, it's a it's a great. I'd say it's a timeless movie for sure. Kids will love it forever. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of Jordan's favorites too. Like she yeah. she there was a she hasn't seen it in a while, but there was a time period where that's the only movie she wanted to watch. So she just watched it over and over again. Yeah. All right. ready for my number two? Number yep. two. Here is the seasonal classic special. And <laughs> Phil, if we do not if we do not do this movie next month. Can we please say this one together? I will leave the show. And this is Kenny Ortega site number three. And it is on three. One, One, two, two three. three. Hocus, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. 
I love this movie. Grant, you are nothing but predictable. I, I love it. <laughs> um, this movie, for those of you that don't know or haven't even seen this movie, shame on you. <laughs> the, this movie is hilarious. This was definitely not a theater release, right? Um, Wait, no, no, no. It did come this out. One, okay, I, sorry. It, I, there's two movies that we've talked about on another podcast that we used yep. to do, and Halloween Town is the other one. Yep. <laughs> and I, I, sorry, I, I just the, my mind went there for a second. This but, one did get yeah, theater release. No, this was huge in the theaters, actually. And um, it kind of died off for a while, but ever since, it's got kind of the cult taste to it, and people really love this movie now. Yeah. And they've been begging Disney to make a second one. And I think it's finally going to happen. They haven't set a date for it yet, but they believe it's it might be next year. That movie's going to kill, by yeah. the way, the, the sequel. And, I mean, it takes the story of the Sanderson sisters who grew up or were living during the Salem witch trials. And then they end up killing them and, or hanging them and ultimately thinking they've killed him and then they come back to now present day salem and it is just so funny i mean bet midler does phenomenal Dude, all, all three of the sisters are hilarious yeah and it's just kind of like that slapstick comedy you get um where these kids are trying to fight them off and i mean I could honestly watch. I we, we it is a it, it is a requirement Halloween. in the Youngsma <laughs> house where when I, when the calendar turns to October, we at least watch Hocus Pocus and at least once. And Sometimes it's kind of turned times. into a tradition with Jack, our other friend, um, where we've gotten together on Halloween and watched this movie on Halloween as well. So yeah. I, I love the movie Hocus Pocus. I own it, of course. And this movie, if it wasn't seasonal, I could watch it all the time. It's also on TV a lot around Halloween. Like every year it's on multiple but times. It is so. humorous. If I mean, you don't even if you don't have Disney Plus, like it's pretty it'll accessible. Be, it'll like, be on it'll be on TV yeah. here shortly. Oh, yeah. So yeah, if if you haven't seen this, you're like willfully ignoring it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty accessible to watch. I feel like, and it's I think it's as far as if you're looking for like a Halloween themed kids, like it, it, yeah, maybe not young young kids, but like you know, kind of like eight or nine and yeah. above kids. Yeah, it's kind of like what a else are you going to show movie? them? Like yeah, I, this is I, I grew up on this movie when it came. I mean, I was 14 when it came out, but like, um, it, it is it is definitely the most accessible Halloween movie that you can watch for a family. Um, so I think, I feel like most families have seen it. Um, but yeah. yeah. And this honestly, would, we will definitely cover this in yeah. October. And this definitely would have probably been my number one. If Disney plus would not have put my number one on and we'll wait for that. Well, I think audience, I, maybe even our audience knows what your number one is. I, I, I definitely know what it is. I know but, what it is. <laughs> sorry. I'm predictable. I, I let's just say that, your number two and your number one are, are both movies we're going to cover pretty soon. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that we, we'll definitely have an, a whole a whole episode on Hocus Pocus when it becomes that time of year. So, yeah. which is coming up um, in another five weeks or so. So, yeah, definitely. I I don't have the same fondness that, uh, for it that you do. Like it's it's not even one that we watch every year. But um, I did watch it. 
several years ago back um, with, uh, and I, I was, I think at a party where I was like halfway watching yeah. it, but I like legit like sat down and watched it with my wife maybe about five years ago or so ago. And I was like, spread so well this movie holds up like yeah. it's it's actually really funny like really and good i won't dive into it as deep as we will on when we cover it on the yeah, show but yeah. i mean i love this movie <laughs> and i can't wait to talk about it i mean i've seen it so many times in the last we'll go 10 years i've seen it so many times yeah yeah the you guys watched this movie annually at ho- at Halloween time yeah. in the same way that other people watch the same Christmas movie every year. Mm-hmm. Like that, this is like Which a, we have the same. Oh, Christ- we have some favorite <laughs> Christmas movies too. But they're not on Disney Plus. So yeah. 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 No, Hocus Pocus is a great pick. We will, we will spend an hour on it yeah. um, here in another four or five weeks. So stay tuned for that. Uh, my number two is a movie I would have, that shocked even me. Uh, I would not have put this on my list. Um, even knowing what I knew about it before watching it, uh, in probably a hundred years. Uh, but, uh, I watched it. I've now seen it twice. Um, it has impacted me more than you'll know and more than I can describe verbally. Uh, and that is Hamilton. Um, that movie, um, impacted me big time. The first time I watched it, it is somehow better the second time. What if I said Trump right here? No, no, you're you're not going to say, I I don't think (laughs) I I know what both of your guys' number ones are. And, and, and this is the scene. It, um, it's one of the best musicals I've ever seen. Um, and I've seen a lot. Uh, I've seen a lot of like stage musicals and stuff like that. This is one movie. Um, it's to call it, even call it a movie is kind of a little circumspect. Like, I, I don't know that some people would say, Oh, that's not a movie. So, okay. If you don't think it's a movie, I get it. But it is a stage play that has been made cinematic mm. and, and it is not a TV series. So I, I include it as a movie, but um, it, the, the music is un- un- unbelievable. <sighs> I, it's unbelievable. I, I, don't, I, I literally don't know how a one human being, Lin-Manuel, did this. I, I don't even know how it's humanly possible to pull it off. There are so many lyrics in this movie that there's no, almost no speaking parts in the entire thing. It's three hours, three hours of, of music. Rapping. Yeah. Uh, mostly rapping. Um, a lot of like really singing, um, you know, some of the, um, um, in the room where it happens was more oh, of like yeah. a jazzy kind of number. It, it is unbelievable to me. Um, and the performances in this are like, it's, it's, it is top tier. Like, oh, yeah. uh, so some of the best people you'll ever see on Broadway, the fact that we can watch it on Disney plus blows my mind. And, um, they really didn't have to bleep very much. There's a couple of spots where they do. Um, but it's, it's surprisingly clean, um, for it being this PG 13 thing. Um, in, in, in much the same way that we kind of talked about the newsies, this movie like informs history. Like it taught me about American history, yeah. which I was not expecting. I was not expecting to be drawn in by, the the drama of him being like this loudmouth, like never stops talking, never stops writing guy, but is doing it almost like at the expense of his relationships and is is so in love with his country. I, the patriotism in this, the fact that they release this on July 4th is like the most perfect thing I could ever think of. Like it is from the beginning to the end, a pro-American, pro like the roots of this country yeah. thing. Like I've never seen in any other property. Um, the, the, the way that it just exudes like, that the American spirit of like, we can rise up against and um, like rise up is literally one of the phrases that's repeated over and over again. Um, 
I'm getting chills talking about it right now. That, that's how much this movie has really impacted me. I watched it a second time with Jessica. I'm ready to watch it again. Like the movie just came out in July and I, I, I've already seen it twice. I want to see it a third time before the end of the year. Um, and it, it is, if you've not seen it yet, um, a, what are you doing? <laughs> Definitely watch it. If you have Disney plus, there's no reason not to watch it. Um, and B, uh, watch it maybe even with subtitles engross your just get ready for it to be just impacted by an incredible property that honestly i don't know will ever be duplicated i i don't think we'll ever see a, a musical of this scale in our lifetimes um it is it is that incredible and that's not to say nothing i haven't even mentioned the like the incredible set and the stage oh, yeah. the way that the stage res- revolves around in a circle um the way that it's sh- beautifully shot um to zoom in on characters during key moments um the 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 miking and all the like the the actual effects of like pulling this thing off is like mind-boggling that they were able to pull it off it's 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 filmed in front of like a literal live audience i think it's on like three or four different you know, separate nights that they compiled this thing. But so the editing is like some of the most amazing things I've ever seen. And, um, the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, everyone loves King George. Everyone loves Hamilton. Of course, uh, everyone loves, um, Aaron Burr. The second time I watched it, I was like, George Washington is a hit And the, the guy that plays George Washington is one of the most phenomenal actors I've ever seen anywhere in on stage or off stage. Um, and his George Washington is truly awe-inspiring. Um, the way that he portrays him, he's you see a George Washington that is different than the history books. Like he's uh, in the history books, is like he's this all-American hero. Like you know, never never wrestled with anything or struggled with anything. In this one, he's like, I'm not even sure I want to be in this war. I'm not sure I want to be president. Like he's he's basically against his will, almost like going through the motions. And I was, the second time watching, I keyed in on him as a character. And I feel like you can watch this seven times and key in on seven different characters every time. And that character will be your favorite character. Yeah. I, I, I could go on and on for 10 more minutes about the, this movie. And there's a whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to hear all of our thoughts, it's actually this crew, uh, me and, and both Grant and Caitlin reviewed it. Um, it, it is somehow better the second time. And I, I don't know how that's possible. So Yeah, it was definitely one of those movies where I didn't really expect myself to enjoy it, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, I mean, we can't speak enough to the talent that Lin-Manuel Miranda is. Oh, my gosh. It's phenomenal. And the cast as a whole does a phenomenal job. Yeah. This thing is a a place and time thing that will last for all history. Um, And it is... um, It's just... it It is a feat that they were able to actually produce this let alone capture all the like the, the perfect you know compi- i haven't even talked about the women in this movie that are like phenomenal singers like oh, yeah. it's it, it, holy cow so yeah i again if, if you had asked me like would you put a broadway musical at like the top of your top 10 list a year ago i'd be like no way no way <laughs> heck. but then i've seen this movie t- like twice now and i just i cannot put it lower i know think about how crazy you guys know me this is this is higher than endgame for me in this moment, if you ask me, do you want to watch Hamilton or Endgame? I say, let's pop in Hamilton. I, that's where I'm at right now with this movie. So um, I think I think it struck me maybe even more, more than you guys, but like I, I, I cannot say enough good, th- good things about it. And I've talked to zero people that have seen this thing and go, eh, it's just okay. It, it is universally praised. So he has like, on Rotten Tomatoes actually has like scored it, even though it wasn't theater released. And it's like a 98% or something like that. Like it's, hmm. it's universal. Like this movie's an absolute hit. So. I mean, 
It's so expensive on Broadway for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, I've talked enough about that. Uh, Caitlin, tell us. We have reached the peak. Tell us why your number one uh, musical is better than my musical. (laughs) Uh, Because it's a classic. (laughs) I mean, who doesn't love the sound of music? The Carrie Underwood (laughs) version. No, the Julie Andrews version definitely is my number one movie of all time. So, not a. On Disney Plus. So I have another favorite beside this. But it is definitely like my top two favorite movies of all time. How do you even rank the songs in this movie? They're all just like perfect, right? Uh, Yeah. Rodgers and Hammerstein are amazing. <laughs> so um, The Sound of Music, I don't even, I don't remember how old I was when I first saw it. But there was a point in time where I literally wanted to watch this movie every day. Like that's how much I loved it. Wow. I dressed up like Maria, like just for fun. And I wanted to learn how to play the guitar just because she did. And like, I, I loved this movie. And, um, I've seen like the Broadway ver- or like a Broadway version of it. I love the movie more. Like, it's just like so good. And I love Julie Andrews. She's always been one of my favorites. Um, I love the music in it. I love um, just the story, how it's based on, you know, a true story. And um, it's interesting. I've done a lot of research, like, about the real story and the real family. And it just all is so interesting to me. Just I've always really been interested in it. And now that I'm a music teacher, this is a movie that I always show my students um, musicals at the end of the school year. Because, you know, kids these days, they don't see this type of stuff, you know. They don't, I mean, but you know, they don't grow up seeing it. So I think it's important for kids to see this type of high quality, you know, musicals and just that type of um, entertainment and that they don't even know exist. And so this is one that I show every year to my students and every student that, I mean, they love it. They, you know, it's just, it enthralls them, the puppet show and the, you know, just everything about it and enthralls them, the music, the characters. So um, that says a lot about it that it's it's hitting people. Such an old movie is hitting yeah. kids in 2020. Yeah, with that kind of I mean, impact. it's timeless, and yeah, just love it. I love I, I love watching it every year. I love getting to share it with my students. So yeah, yeah. it's it's a uh, boy. I, there's not really much more to say about it. Like it's 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 one of those classics that is has been on every service like i'm sure it's been on netflix and hulu it's like if, if you have disney plus you just have this movie yeah and it's like i mean that's amazing that you can just have it for free basically with your subscription yep. and this so. is one i've owned on vhs yeah dvd, multiple, DVD copies. And multiple copies and um grew up singing the songs i mean i had the like music book of it of the score that i could sing and yeah. with had you know it on cd the the soundtrack and so I've always just been a huge fan of it. I'm not as confident on this one. But I'm pretty sure this would be in Jessica's top ten as well. She loves the sound music. Yeah, it's a great movie. I didn't. I think the only reason it didn't get on my list was because I didn't grow up with it. Um, I literally saw this movie as an adult. Um, I, I I just never watched it. So. And the only movie that would top it would be what? <laughs> oh, my movie. Yeah. Uh, the Wizard of Oz. Would okay. be the only movie that would top, but it's not Disney. Music, but it's not Disney, gotcha. so I couldn't put it down. So. Yeah, interesting. Okay, I'm gonna say two things before I introduce my top movie. Okay, the first thing: people hate sequels. 
And sometimes I do hate sequels as well. But this sequel, I absolutely love. My my number one is also a sequel. We'll get to mine in yep. a second. But. And the second thing is we're actually going to cover this movie next week. <laughs> and so I am so excited. So my number one movie is D2, The Mighty Ducks. I absolutely love this movie for so many reasons. The first reason, it introduces the Bash Brothers, who I think are outstanding characters. Second reason I love this movie, it introduces the Knuckle Puck, which I've always wanted to do the Knuckle Puck, and every time I do it, it doesn't turn out the way it does in the movie, (laughs) but that's okay. Third reason, um, I think the character of Charlie Conway kind of, it really shows that he is the true leader of the Mighty Ducks. Cool. It's not Gordon Bombay, it's Charlie. And it always will be Charlie. Cool. Because in this movie, um, Adam Banks, who we talked about in the first movie, he's kind of the star player of the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. He once again gets hurt in the movie, and he's finally healthy again. And what does Charlie do uh, in that moment? Charlie gives up his spot on the Mighty Ducks to go on and help coach the team for the gold medal game. And for those of you that don't know, the Mighty Ducks travel to the Junior Goodwill Games in California, and they're bringing like seven of the old Mighty Ducks along, and then they're going to be joined by six other hockey players. And, I mean, it brings the laughs to it. It brings the, um, of course, the despicable Iceland team. And um, it's just, I love this movie. I could watch it any time of the year. And I'm so glad that we're going to cover it more in depth next week so I can talk more about how I love this movie. But um, this movie is amazing. And I know sequels don't always live up to it, but I feel like this one does. And it's my favorite Mighty Ducks by far, without question. And yeah. I cannot wait to watch it. I, I've i said this before a couple of different ways, but I I don't know that I've seen it. If I have, I've seen maybe part of it. I, I don't think, I, I don't, I'm almost positive I've never seen the full movie and maybe not even seen a single frame of it. It may have been D3 or something like that that I watched part of. Because I, I, some of the characters look familiar to me. I don't, mm-hmm. don't know where I've seen them from. Um, but um, the first movie was like, of, of any movie I've watched in the last year, that was like probably the most surprising. I kind of knew I would like Hamilton. Like just, I'd heard too many good things about it. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm going to like this movie. Watching the Mighty Ducks, I honestly kind of thought, I don't think I will like this movie. <laughs> and then I came away with it going, that's one of the greatest sports movies I've ever seen. And for you to talk up D2 is even better than that is like make me super excited for next week. Yeah. So I can't wait to watch it. Um, I, if it's even half of, of your hype for it, I, it's going to be an incredible movie. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't wait to talk more about it. I've not seen it, so I can't comment today. But I will have a lot to say about it next week. Yeah. So. Cool. Um, not a surprise at all. I knew that was your number one. What Star Wars movie did Phil pick? I Caitlin, know, yeah. do you know it? Do you no, know? I think it's one of the newer ones. No. I, I know it's which not. one it is. Yeah, I, I kind of spoiled it already by saying it was a sequel. Three, two, one. The, the Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. That is true. 
this wait which one is that you so, have to remind me yes i don't know so like, what you need to know about caitlin before i go into just gushing on this movie is uh caitlin had never seen any any right yeah no. any, any of the star wars movies until, until this disney last year plus okay disney plus came out so and then you just like just binge right through them you started with one right Yep. episode one which is is like the fourth movie in the franchise but yeah yeah so you went chronologically one through nine all the way through and then i think you went you skipped rogue one and solo but then actually yeah we went back and watched okay yeah so you've seen them all now um the uh empire strikes back is the second movie to come out in in our history so like okay. it came out in 1980 after the first movie after okay. the first star wars so it is number five um in the way that you watched them um but the second movie to actually come out in theaters so um this movie i was one year old when it came out there's no way i, I could have even seen it um when i when it first came out um but i watched i i uh, much like you i came earlier like it was uh, i was probably 16 17 by the time i watched them um all finally like i finally actually sat down and watched them um even back then, The Empire Strikes Back was my favorite one, and I couldn't really, at the time, pinpoint why I liked it. I just, I felt like I had a mood about it, and I was like, I really like that movie a lot. I haven't gone, gone back and now seen the entire original trilogy probably 12 times a piece. Like, each movie I've probably seen at least a dozen times. Um, the It is one of the best sequels ever made. And, and we're talking about sequels, but, like, it is... Um, the the I mean, obviously, we're going to spoil it. It's an ancient movie at this point, but... Um, in this one, you learn Darth Vader is Luke's father. That was a huge reveal. I mean, it's it's hard to over, yeah. o- like to you know over hype like how big of a deal that was in 1980 when it came out. Um, it, Han Solo gets captured by Boba Fett. Most people consider Boba Fett one of the most intriguing characters in all of Star Wars, and this is his introduction. It is the introduction of freaking Yoda. So like, this is the first movie that introduced Yoda, who's easily one of the most, the most popular characters in all of star Wars, the AT-ATs in the snow. Uh, if you remember the, the movie starts out on the battle of Hoth, which is the snow covered planet, um, and how they're just like wrapping those tow cables around to trip them and get them to fall down. Uh, the Tauntauns Lando Calrissian is the first, this is the first movie he is introduced in. And a lot of people consider Lando to be your, their favorite movie. Um, you get iconic lines like Han Solo saying, I love, um, no, uh, Leia saying, I love you. And then Han Solo, Han Solo saying, I know, um, <laughs> which is so typical of Han Solo. Luke, um, I am your father. <laughs> is this the one where Luke and Leia are like in love with each other too? Kind of. Um, I mean, Yes, that I mean, you get that kind of in that kind of vibe. You get kind of that in the first movie too, but okay. um, but yeah, this is. Um, but they find out their brother and sister yes, in this one. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is the the big reveal of all of that, um, and um, it's it's where Luke starts training, like in 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 essence, like he got a little bit of training from Ben Obi Wan in the in the first Star Wars, the the Episode Four, A New Hope, but in this one, like he's being trained by Yoda on mm-hmm. like that. I forget the name of the planet, but like, um, like, and he's like lifting a, an X wing out of the, the swamp, like with yeah. just, with just the, the force and stuff like that. Um, it, it is, this movie is so iconic. Like, um, and the fact that the movie ends on a downer, like it's, it's literally like this movie is all about the empire striking back. Uh, like, 
by the end of the movie, the Empire is winning the war and they're losing. And I think that's such a bold move for any series to do. Uh, obviously, they knew they were going to come back with a third movie to finish off the trilogy. But um, I don't know. The, the movie is nearly perfect in the way that it's written and all the characters and all the introductions. It is... It's cinema at its finest. Like it's, I, I, it's again eternally rewatchable. I say that a lot for my movies, but um, Empire Strikes Back is is the most amazing. So I had to put some Star Wars movie on my list, and I do really love the the, the Force Awakens, which is the the first one with Daisy Ridley. Um, I really like obviously the original Star Wars, Return of the Jedi's is Phantom Menace. Uh, not so much the first jar, one. Jar Jar. Although I do like the episode one more than most people, most Star Wars fans. Um, and I'm pretty easy to please. Like I, I liked um, all three of the Daisy Ridley ones, and a lot of people don't like the Last Jedi or loved the Last Jedi but hated the ninth one. Um, but I thought Rise of Skywalker was great. So uh, I'm pretty easy to please. The whole series is is some of the best Star Wars. If anyone says like, "What's your favorite film franchise of all time?" It's an easy Star Wars reaction for me. I, I I don't think of it. I don't consider any other franchise as impactful to my life than Star Wars. Um, and that's saying I, I love Indiana Jones and some other ones. You know, Back to the Future. But holy cow, um, Star Wars is like all encompassing for me. So, um, and it's it's the the franchise will continue to live on for decades. I mean, maybe forever <laughs> in in human history. Like it's not just the Mandalorian or the Clone Wars or all these other spinoff shows. It's there's going to be more and more movies. Like um, Star Wars is is where it's at for me. So uh, the Empire Strikes Back. I think probably a lot of people have it at their, the top of their list. Yeah, I I would say the only movie franchise that probably tops Star Wars, and I'm talking about more than four movies. Yeah, um, would be Harry Potter for me. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I think a lot of people would put that Not at Disney, the, the top. Yeah. But um I I enjoy this one too. Um it'd be a ta- it'd be a tough task for me. Um this one's one of my favorites and I also really enjoy Solo. Yeah. And I really also like Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So it'd be tough for me to pick um I actually might give it to Rise of Skywalker because I actually really do enjoy that one. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker is is one of my favorites as well. It's a, it's a top five. It's so hard to rank them in my brain, but um, uh, I will say this about Rise of Skywalker versus Empire Strikes Back. Um, the series has gotten better and better with like the action set pieces yep. and the lightsaber duels. It's all better now than it was mm-hmm. back in 1980. Um, and it, and it's kind of a cheat to say that because, like, obviously that with CGI the way it is, like, yeah. we can we can do stuff with with film now that they couldn't do back then. It literally, literally was impossible. But when you look at like their innovation for like what they were able to pull off in 1980, they were doing more amazing things back then than they are even now. So um, yeah, it's hard to hard to compare them. But um, yeah, so I, I think it was probably no surprise I had a Star Wars movie as my number one. But uh, the fact that Disney owns that fr- franchise still blows my mind, even though it's been like years, many, many years now that Disney has purchased it from Lucas. Um, it is, uh, it is amazing that they, they own that and MCU yeah. <laughs> at the same time. It almost doesn't seem fair. So um, yeah, pretty impressive. Um, I knew, I, t- I told you all last week, this is going to be a super long episode. It's going to clock in. A, it'll be the longest episode we've ever done. Um, it's going to be over two hours. I think uh, we'll try to keep it, um, uh, pretty quick uh, here to the end, but I do I do not want to um, move on from this point without uh, 
at least reading through some of the other top yeah. 10 lists that we got. So uh, we'll try to wrap up in the next 10 or 15 minutes. Um, we're going to skip uh, what else are you watching on Disney Plus and some other That's segments fine. that we usually do. Um, so um, uh, why not, you have two, right? Yep. That you can read. Um, why don't you go first and then I'll read one and then you go. Okay. So I'm going to read Paul, our good friend. Um, yeah. And friend of HMP, our other podcast, um, he sent in. He actually only has, well, technically he has 11, but okay. really it's only nine, but we'll, I'll get to that. Okay. So coming in at number nine for him is Bedtime Stories, the Adam Sandler movie. What? Yep. That's on Disney Plus? Yeah. Okay. So I'm not even familiar with that movie. I didn't yeah. know it was on <laughs> Disney Plus either. Um, okay. Number eight is First Kid, which that's on our list to yeah, do eventually. That's, that's a future movie that we'll um, cover, yeah. Then seven, he has Jungle to Jungle. Wow, his list is so different. It's a good one. Number six is The Big Green. Okay. Number, not, I don't think I've seen anything yet. That's a, that he's so, is that a soccer yep. movie? Yeah. Kind of like The Mighty Ducks, but <laughs> with soccer. Number okay. five is The Princess Bride. Okay, great. Number four is Giant Tsunami. Boy, I've not seen any of these movies except for Princess Bride. So Number far. three is Blank Check. <laughs> yeah. That's another great I, one. Unfortunately, I have seen that yeah. one. <laughs> Number two is, well, technically, he put My Ducks, all three of them. Okay. So, That's a little bit of a cheat. Yep. Yeah. And then number one, which we've covered, Heavyweights. Interesting. Okay. I... I liked Heavyweights. I the the fact that he has it as his number one movie of any movie on Disney Plus kind of blows my mind. I would never even consider yeah. that. I'm surprised um, he doesn't have any Avengers movies. Yeah, there's no MCU at all. And then or Star Wars. Does this he, is does he not the, like Star Wars? This is the movie that I was talking about earlier. If Mighty Ducks would not have been added on to Disney Plus, Heavyweights was slotted in at my number ten. Yeah. I, I really liked Heavyweights. Um, it's it's not in the same echelon for me as, as some other like um, comedies or, or even sportsy. I mean, the movie's kind of sportsy, but um, that kind of, yeah. you know, overcoming the odds kind of movie. Congratulations, you're the fattest <laughs> boy in comp. I'm so glad I watched it, but it's not one that I'll probably watch again anytime <laughs> soon. So, wow. The very eclectic list compared to what we just covered. Yeah. So, interesting. All right. Well, thanks, Paul, for uh, writing into the show. Um, uh, Rick Ives is, is one of our fans. We've actually read uh, an email from him in the past and he submitted a list. So I wanted to, um, I'll read his little note first and then go through his list. He said, um, I tried to keep up, keep off a few that you've talked about a bunch already. So kind of keep that in mind. Uh, plus it would be easy to just do all Star Wars and Marvel. So he and he and I have a lot in common, uh, but that's not really fair. So, and so he ended up you know, doing kind of what I did. So, um, he, he, there are several that are on my list and, and other movies that we've mentioned, but there are some different ones too. Number 10, he has honey. I shrunk the kids. Great choice. I, that, that is a movie that I absolutely loved when I was a kid. Um, I, as far as like it holding up over time, I've not come back to it, yeah. but I've almost wonder like if I did, if I wouldn't still love it. Yeah. Now. yeah. So it's just been too long since I've seen it. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, but great choice. That, that movie's pretty universally praised. Um, number nine, Dan in Real Life. I'm not familiar. Okay, not I, familiar I've with seen that movie. It's Steve okay. Carell. Yeah, Steve Carell. Okay, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I, I haven't seen it in a long time. I like either. Steve Carell a lot, but yeah. I, I don't think I've even heard of that movie. So, um, But that's one to check out for sure. Uh, number eight, Moana. Hmm. Another good choice. That's a good, good one. one. Yep. I, I, I almost, 
because we've watched it recently and I, and that movie's better than I remembered it being the first time I watched it. I, I almost was like, do I put that on my list somewhere? But then I, I was like, no, I, I do like Tangled and some other movies better than that. Once again, um, the music. Oh, the mo- the, it, I mean, we talked about this already, uh, but Lin Manuel yeah. uh, wrote the, the um, "How Far, I'll, How Far Go. I'll Go" song mm-hmm. in Moana. Yeah. So, uh, we've already talked about that. But yeah, the m- music is absolutely phenomenal, and the story is very original and, and unique in that movie. And The Rock, of course. Oh, it's he, it's always he's always good. So yeah, that movie's phenomenal. Great choice. Uh, number seven, The Sandlot. Okay. How, how did how did you not have the Sandlot on your yeah, list? Yeah, I'm Grant? surprised he I, did. I mean, he I, likes that movie. I a love lot. this movie. Um, I just tried to. I already had two sports. sports movies. Sure, I could have done a bunch of sports movies. Sure, but, I mean, The Sandlot is definitely in my top ten for sports movies. Probably even my top five for sports movies. When, at the time that I saw Sandlot when it first released, um, I told all my friends it was the best sports movie I'd yeah. ever seen. Um, so the, the, t- the time periodness of it is just like, it's so perfect. Like, and, um, so many great lines in that, in that movie. But, uh, number six, he has who framed Roger Rabbit, which okay. yep. we, that we did that on a previous episode. Grant was not there for that one, but I did that with Jerry McMullen, uh, who's been a guest on the show a couple times. And, uh, yeah, Roger Rabbit's better than, better than yeah. you think it's going to be, um, in 2020. Uh, number five, he has remember the Titans. Um, so we talked about that yep. a lot already. He agrees. Uh, number four, the sound of music. So just, all right. Yep. Three, three slots lower than Caitlin, but, um, pretty high up there. Number three, he has Toy Story 3, which, okay. I mean, I talked about it a little bit when I talked Toy Story 4. Toy Story 3 would probably be my second pick for, I, I pretty much go in like reverse order on those movies, like yeah. four, three, two, one are like my favorites. Um, so yeah, I can definitely respect three. Uh, number two, he has Infinity War slash Endgame. So <laughs> <laughs> kind of cheats a little bit on those. Um, putting I those mean, together. you could, you could. They're kind of one big long movie, it, really. It is you could one argue big story. for that. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so um, obviously I had Endgame super high on my list, so uh, definitely understand that. And number one, he also has a Star Wars movie from the original trilogy, but not Empire. Uh, he has Return of the Jedi as okay. his number one movie. So, and I can respect that. I Return of the Jedi for me is um, there are a lot of comparisons to the first the the. Uh, Four episode four, the first Star Wars movie to come out, and the third Star Wars movie to come out, which is Return of the Jedi episode six. Um, that and there's enough comparisons to be made. It's li- it's literally another Death Star, <laughs> like it's it's yeah. Death Star two that they're destroying in this one. Um, that for me, it's just like okay, it's a little samey from the first movie, but the Ewoks are amazing, and some of the other like big set piece moments and and how it all kind of culminates at the end, and um, you know the death of of characters and stuff like that. It is really really phenomenal. So. I, Obviously, yeah. I'm not going to argue too much with Return. So, so yeah, that's his list. Um, he did throw in a uh, couple honorable mentions. He said Brink. Oh, it's a Disney Channel original movie. Okay. Um, it's all about like skating, like kind oh. of skate park skating. Okay. And I actually really do like that movie as well. Okay. Um, Maybe we'll have to cover that. It's sometime. not super high on my list, but I do enjoy that movie. So, I could see that. Okay. Yeah, that's a great recommendation. Um, we, we may even cover that sometime on the show. Uh, and then he puts this an honorable mention, and I maybe should have mentioned this first before reading his list, but he says Hamilton, 
and then in parentheses he says, "Does this count? If it does count, it would be much higher up." So I think it like Honey I Shrunk would probably yeah. bump off of his list of off number ten, and then he would have put Hamilton maybe not quite as high as me, but I kind of get the feeling he would be like in the top four or five yeah. um, for him. So he kind of agrees with me on Hamilton. So cool. So thanks Rick for writing into the show. That was yeah. a good list. That was a good list. Um, and then we have our good friend Jack Altermat and former co-host. former co-host on the show and he once again kind of broke the mold because he has an honorable mention okay so he technically has 12 movies but his, i think all three of these have had more than 10 yeah <laughs> go go with it so our <laughs> his honorable mentions are guardians of the galaxy okay number one and two those are his honorable mentions okay so, I mean, we've talked about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And we talked about two a little bit. It wasn't on any of our lists, but yeah, that's his honorable mention. Number 10, he has Rogue One. That's a good choice. I Rogue One is like way better than it had any reason being. And I know some people just don't like it, but um, holy cow, that, that movie is really unique. I know Caitlin <laughs> doesn't like it. That, that movie is, uh, for Star Wars, is very unique. It's it, There are no Jedi in the movie, like unless you count that uh, the Asian guy that... Um, I'm one with the force and the force is with me. Yeah. But like uh, that, yeah, that movie's amazing. Number nine, he has a movie I've never heard of, but it's Black Hole. So we covered Black Hole actually on this podcast. Um, and it is, um, it is not a good movie, <laughs> but, but I, knowing Jack well enough to know, I mean, Jack did uh, over 180 episodes of a podcast called the Horrible Movie Podcast. Uh, go uh, find that on your podcast feed, subscribe to it. It is a great show. Um, I produced it and I appear on it occasionally. Um, and, and these guys have been on that show a lot too as guests. But um, Black Hole is is really a candidate for the Horrible Movie Podcast. But because Jack loves horrible movies so much, I think it has a soft spot in his heart. Yeah. Um, and so I, I understand why he put that on his list. Number eight, he has Holes, which I absolutely Ooh, I like lo- I love this That's book. That's a great choice. Um, and the book is The good. movie yeah. is great too. And it's a young Shia LaBeouf yeah. as well. Yeah. So um, I respect that a ton. Number seven, he has Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Which, I mean, I love that movie too. How uh, could you not love it? Yeah. Number six, he has the movie starring Shaquille O'Neal, Kazam. Again, another movie that we've talked about before. I can't remember if we did Kazam. On both. We did it on, for a whole yeah. movie podcast and Disney+. Plus. I think Jack did Kazam by himself on HMP. Gotcha. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, we covered it on this on this show. Again, not a great movie. It is It is more just a, kind of a unique window into that time, time period, like 90s movies. Yep. Number five, he has a movie that you said was your least favorite in the franchise. He has Toy Story. Yeah, I mean, it, it, Toy Story is amazing, though. It's 100% on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. So, I mean, what do I know? But it's it's definitely my least favorite of the series. Number four, he has Ant-Man. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that one. That one's, God, that's that's a great movie. Yeah. It's, it's, what's so great about Ant-Man is is that it's a, it's a heist. Like, there are no other heist movies yeah. in the MCU. It, I respect that movie for being super funny and trying a genre that does not exist uh, in superhero movies. So, yeah, it's really good. And then his top three contain movies that were in, I believe, all of our top three at some point. Um, I think his number one and number two are the same number one and number two for me. You are correct. Number three is Thor Ragnarok. 
Okay. Yep. So um, we've already talked about that, Jack. I love that movie. So um, we know my thoughts on that. Number two is Hamilton. Yep. That's that was my number two. Yep. And then number one, which Jack would probably tell you that this is probably maybe close, if not his favorite movie of all time, The Empire Strikes Back. I'd have to think about it, but I might actually go with that too. Like yeah. not not just best Disney Plus movie, but like literally best movie of all time. Yep. Um, Empire is definitely in the running for me. Um, top five, if not maybe number one. But um, yeah, that's interesting. I, I I promise I did not confer with Jack at all. Like we didn't talk about this at all. I didn't he, know he was... He literally made this list today. Okay, so. I, I didn't even know he was doing a list. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's very interesting to me that he and I have the same number one and the same number two. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Jack and I are two peas in a pod. But yeah, it was a fun show for sure. Yeah. I Maybe maybe Jack and I should do a podcast called Two Peas with a Pod Cast. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. So funny. Yeah, pretty good. Um, all right. Well, that was a two-hour episode of Disney Plus Reviews. Um, if you are listening to this thinking all of our episodes are this long, uh, you are incorrect. Uh, we usually <laughs> shoot for like 80 minutes, sometimes 85. Um, most of our episodes are less than an hour and a half. Um, and uh, <laughs> maybe looking back on it, maybe we should have done this in two separate episodes or something. But I'm just going to release it as one big episode. Um, this was a ton of fun. I'm, I'm really glad, uh, Grant, you had the idea for this. And then, um, Caitlin, you were able to come on the show too. And thanks for um, all three of uh, Paul, Jack, and Rick uh, for writing in with yeah. your top tens. Just saying, um, I wish we could have got another female's opinion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I do wish we had that too. Um, I think even just the three of us that are sitting here in the room on mics, we had like maybe 25 unique movies. Like I, I know a few of them were Trump's, but they, like I expected a lot more like, Oh, Trump, I got it higher. Um, I feel like we had at least 25, maybe 26 unique movies. So, um, hopefully we give you a lot to watch and check out and you can kind of, um, I think get an idea for like the kind of movies we like. And so, you know, if you're more like Caitlin, you got a good list from Caitlin. If you're more like me, you got a good list from me. Same thing with Grant and the, and the others too. So, um, well, thanks for listening. Um, check out some of our other reviews. We've reviewed some of the movies that we talked about today on full episodes. Um, D2, The Mighty Ducks, we're talking about next week. So the very next episode, if you hit subscribe um, on your podcast player right now, you'll automatically get D2 um, as a full review next week. Um, I'm super excited about watching that movie and talking about it with uh, with Grant. So obviously Grant's going to be glowing about it. I imagine I'll probably be glowing about it too. I've, I've, I absolutely loved the first one. So yeah. Um, if the second one's even better then I'm sure I will agree. So super excited to do that one. Um, <clears throat> let us know what you want to hear about on this podcast. If you have ideas for us to, maybe we'll take some of the ideas actually we got even today for future movies in October. Um, the only thing we have to do in October is Hocus Pocus. And then of course the Mandalorian comes out on the final day of October. We'll talk about that probably in November. Um, but let us know what you want to hear about on the show. You can write into the show at Disney plus reviews as P L U S. Uh, all spelled out Disney plus reviews at hotmail.com. Uh, let us know something that you've been watching on Disney plus, or if it's not too late to give us your top 10, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll read those on future episodes as well. I'll probably, um, have those at the end of, of the episodes if we get some more. So let us know what your top 10 movies are and, um, and any ideas you have for the show. Thanks again for listening. And we'll see you next time in your podcast feed for D2, the mighty ducks.